in a world where technical difficulties keep the TryGames.net podcast crew waiting on guests who never show up, and Al feels a need to play Untold Legends for 15 minutes. Shit will get mad dumb. I close from down the hallway as a spider hits me during the, the text box. <laughs> yeah, that's right, fool. Full-ass spider. What is it, what is it again? Spider. Untold Legends? Yeah. The first one. It's a Diablo, Diablo emulator. Uh, I'm, I'm Tony. It's a Diablo emulator. It sucks. Pick up ruined ring mail sleeves. Pick up ruined soft lever arc levered uh, leggings of Arcana. There you go. That shit will carry you through the rest of the game. Why not? It's not like uh, Two Humans. Yeah. Where uh, you you get like eighty thousand items. Oh my God! Just use a special move. And they all they all have the worst names in the world. Yeah. So uh, let's see. Funny thing about Untold Legends, as far as I remember, is that at least for the little bit I played, the uh, you definitely got better items from the vendor in the town than from drops on mobs. Oh, that's great. I don't even know what I have equipped on me. Oh, I guess the blue means you have it equipped. Yeah, probably. Yep. That is what it means. So I have a dagger. I could probably take this hammer. Yeah, you probably want big and beefy. That's what she said. Small rejuvenation vial. Stat. I'll give him a small rejuvenation vial right here. It sounded like Alice screaming. I had better hurry. Her room is to the left, down the hall. Down the hall. Down the hall. Oh, did you down see the hall? Did you see the trailer for Resident? I mean, not Resident Evil. Uh, House of Dead Overkill. Uh uh-uh. Oh, you gotta see it. It is so cheesy. It is so cheesy. It's awesome. It's supposed to be cheesy. If I had a Wii, I would definitely want those guns that they're pimping with it in, like, Europe and Australia. Oh, yeah, I heard about it. It's like some hand cannon or something. Or something. Yeah. Anyway, um, what's funny about it is, like, they when they bring out the characters, they're like, uh, you know, some kind of cop, like, blah, 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 an angry cop who has a problem with something or other. And then they talk about Gene, like, a mysterious secret agent, such and such. And then they talk about their characters, like, a stripper with two different kinds of weapons. And then they talk about stripper? yeah, the stripper is one of the characters. Like they actually go through the effort of every time they refer to her, they call her a stripper. I think her weapons are chlamydia and syphilis. We didn't say whore. We said stripper. Strippers get that. Stuff. Her weapons are her boobs and her other boobs. Please, Guardian, you must help. She has milk cannons. She can slide on those poles all the time. Yeah. Uh, and then they mentioned the threesome because it's three characters. And obviously, they're like all getting on the same motorcycle when they talk about that. It's really funny. But <laughs> then, uh, it's like, there's this funny part where they, they talk about blowing up zombies and then saving, rescuing civilians or protecting civilians. But in the game, they like actually shoot the civilian. And then they talk about all this stuff. And it, it's really cool, like, the way the game looks because it looks kind of like you know, like a zombie movie as opposed to 
a, a House of the Dead game. Yeah. Yeah, it looks kind of real and stuff. So Kind of like like what Left 4 Dead did, kind of? Kind of. It looks more like... um, like it, The zombies actually look more like they do in Night of Living Dead and Day of the Dead, like the actual movies. Oh, okay. Uh, in my point of view. But like I'm saying, like the gameplay, they're trying to go for like that whole like movie feel. Yeah, and there's supposed to be like a whole bunch more zombies, and they're supposed to be more aggressive and whatnot. By the way, I think Rob's taking a lot longer than three minutes. Yeah, three minutes was just an estimation. <laughs> oh my God, it's a spider! Did you pick oh. up the body formed by guards of illusion or willful slated shineball of the maiden? Shineball. Yes. <laughs> Actually, through that whole time, I was talking to Alice McIntyre. Huh? Or were you really talking about two human? Two human. I don't know anything about two human right now. I haven't played that game in weeks. And I'm I supposed to be finishing Ice Force by the 30th. Oh my god! Getting raped by spiders! Press the select button to level up. It's almost 12.30, and we really need to get going. Yeah. I would agree with that. Why is there a little clock icon on my site? I think that means you're idle in chat. Look. Oh. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, motherfucking house. Are you recording us, Austin? This could be the podcast. Just listen to that. Yeah, yeah. It's getting recorded on the back on the uh, backup recording. <laughs> Maiden leggings. That's like those like few episodes where me and Charlie tried to like just record us playing games. Yeah. Like, oh, oh get him over there! Get him over there! Oh, that asshole! <laughs> that was like your entire episode. Yeah. <laughs> like one time we played uh, Return to Castle Wolfenstein because we had bought the uh, id pack on Steam. Oh, that game made me sick. I'll talk about that later. Oh, Guardian, you scared me. I saw something big and dark. Black man. Run into the... (laughs) (laughs) I'm so... Didn't you you make your character black in game? You said you made dark skin. White hair. Yeah, I did. But I'm not big and and dark. Which part of the black man? Which part of the black man? Uh, Oh, who knows? (laughs) (laughs) What you doing? Can't you see we're being attacked? I saw something big rush the front door. Don't let that thing get out into the city. Penis. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, what is this red thing? Vagina. Oh, it's a spider! <laughs> well, how many spiders are in this game? Could you reach across the void and, and tell Rob that we need to get going, and if he can't get it, then we'll, we'll work with him and do it next week? Yeah, um, I mean... Reach across the void? As in because he's not on the internet, because he has his phone number. Ah. Um, let's see, press two. No, he's not two. He is four. <laughs> Sons are. You should call two. Apparently, that big dark thing is a shadowed praetox. So, a penis. Yeah, a penis. <laughs> in the foyer. <laughs> penis in the foyer? Hey, is something wrong? <laughs> there was a penis in the foyer with a butcher knife. Yeah. Right. Down. Can't, uh, um. Mhm. 
Okay. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Um, uh, if you want, let me know. Uh, oh, okay. So then I'll just. He's not finishing a statement. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh huh. <laughs> All right. So we give you that ten to fifteen seconds on the phone or off the phone. Uh, I mean, I don't mind. I'm playing this game on PSP, talking to you guys, talking to you, making jokes about the game. Well, who knows? Okay. That's true. Okay. So he's um doing his final test, which will take ten to fifteen seconds, and he'll let me know. And apparently they were like, "Oh my God, you're gonna die!" So if you're going to die, press the L button to use a potion. I killed the spider in three hits. Thundercat. You have gained experience from playing Thundercats. Yep. So when are you going to go on to Guitar Hero World Tour and make the Thundercats theme song? I feel like this is what it would be like if I actually was crazy and heard voices in my head. <laughs> the Chinese man is watching Thundercats. The well, Batman is playing Untold Legends, and in, 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 it's a racist game. Oh, no, the Academy. What if all of Avon is under attack? What if all of Asia is under attack? What? <laughs> no, Avon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, what? Asia. That's a racist attack like, by freaking zombie spiders. I was gonna say that's a racist game. First they're they're, they're saying oh a big black scary thing, and then they're like oh Asians 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 are under attack. Yeah, let's go. Oh shit! Oh ow! Ah! Kill you, motherfuckers! That's right, bitch. Has it been fifteen seconds yet? Yeah, he just sent me a message on Skype. He's not on Skype. So he's going to. Oh. At 12.30, here we go. Yeah, by 12.30, we're right. Dealer Price, I got a message. Oh, from this dude. Patricius. That's a pretty effeminate name. It's too dark to enter here. Maybe it's too dark to enter here because you didn't decide to actually show what's inside the room. I wouldn't go down there if I was you. Oh, who am I kidding? Yes, I would. Am I right, Dorian? In big capital letters. Those bugs fear me, but really, I'll make sure nothing else comes through here. Go on. Go check on the rest of the city. You sure kill prayer talks a lot better than you play cards. Hey, am I right, Dorian? This is great dialogue. I don't remember any of this shit. I must have skipped all the words. Is it going to be like a gratuitous sex scene like five minutes into the game after this? I hope not. Because of the dialogue. That is it. I've had it with this bloody infestation. Oh, hey, good to see you're all right. Me and Ronan will keep watch here. Go check on the rest of the city. And don't think I forgot about that gold you owe me. Ronan, back away. You're way too close to that wall. What if more come through? Praetox burst right through the back wall. Know how much that is going to cost to fix? The walkers have this under control. Go find out if the prairie talks got out into the city. Mr. President, Mr. President, on the plane just hit the World Trade Center. 
attack those Arabs. No, okay. you're supposed to keep on reading the game. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you're supposed oh. to sit there for a second and not do anything and keep reading the game. Sorry, I, I got a text message from Rob. Um, we're going to have to work on it uh, due to cast next week with him. Okay. And he's going to add Fable 2 to his list of things to talk about. Okay. So he's playing Fable 2. All right, um, Untold Legend. I'm going to start recording with my own recording thing. The walkers have this under control. Go find out if the Bridgehawks got into the city. Press record on the recording software. You need to pay your marker before you sit at my tables. I am recording. I am now recording. Is Pete recording? Yes, I am recording on my recording software. Hal is recording while he's playing Until Legends. He is very bizarre. I'm going to save very soon. I think you guys can hear the music. There's like a save. Yes, can hear the music. Ding 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 ding. It sounds like Puzzle Quest. Oh, it does. Yeah. I have to play that game. I bought it like. A while ago. What? Wait a minute. Why are you talking a... like you're reading? I have no idea. <laughs> but apparently, if you, in order to enter a door, you have to hold the button to hold the, and a bar fills up. I guess if you're getting like raped, you can't run away and go through the door. Yeah. The Praetox are heading for the academy. Stop them before they get to Overseer Lissetta. Oh, there are spiders. Let's save the game while there are spiders coming at me. Ruh-roh. Asshole Berserker 2. Oh my god, it ripped off of gears. Nah, weed. Did you say weed? What? Yeah, it's a, it's an old reference from... Rob would know what that is, because he's the one that said it. Him and his friend were, like, out doing something for some summer program out in, like, the... in a field somewhere. <coughs> weeds. And... When they were cutting the weeds, they were like, "Da weed," and they pull the weed out of the ground. Ah, so, yeah, that's something that we say to something that just won't die. Die weed. <laughs> Do you want to quit the game? Yes. Please wait. Uh, let me send. P-S-P. All right, and I'm closing down the PSP. I like PSP. Time to put you back in the dungeon where you belong. And, 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 what? Let's get started. Of course. Welcome to us. That was like liquidy. (laughs) You have to expand on that. Oh, welcome to Untold Legends cast, where Al plays Untold Legends for untold amounts of time and discovers that the game is a Diablo emulator, like Tony says, but he's not here. Again, don't know where he is. Um, it is now Saturday. Uh, what's the date? Uh, 24th. January 24th on a Saturday, uh, half past noon, and we are here to talk about TriGame stuff. As usual, we are here with a couple of ladies. Uh, Al. I am not a lady. Pitoria. Yeah, I'll be a lady, whatever, I don't care. <laughs> you sounded like less of a lady than Al did when he said he wasn't a lady. So, <laughs> I think that means you win this round. And I'm your host, Austin, Mr. Chupon, here to bring you the news and what we've been playing. Uh, who wants to go first? 
Mine is short. Uh, the, 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 Pete, yeah, your name is Pete. Go. Uh-huh. Wow, wow, and more wow. Yeah, kind of got addicted again. Uh, got me, me and the girlfriend. Oh, I got the, I got my girlfriend into it. Uh, she started, she's playing it for the first time. I'm coming back to it after like a three-year hiatus, and uh, yeah, just totally addicted again. The original, or did you get the expansion? Well, uh, we were doing the original content, but we, I did get uh, <clears throat> Burning Crusade as well. I'm not gonna get Lich King until I'm up there to do that stuff. Ah, for the horde. That's it. That that is pretty That's much really it. it. You haven't even touched anything else. I'd say the only other thing that I may have played, like I tried the uh, Galactrix. I think it's called Galactrix. The uh, the the puzzle se- quest. Puzzle se- quest. Yes, yes, the puzzle quest sequel. Um, and uh, it's not uh, the, just from the demo. It doesn't seem as good or as fun as Puzzle Quest. Uh, I think they threw in way too many like extra mechanics to the puzzle part. Ah. Um. So I don't know. It's like a it's, hexa- it's like hex- hexagonal now, right? Instead of just y- straight up. Yeah. Uh, but that's not really. It's that's like not really the problem. I don't mind hex games, but it's like there's just too much I don't know to me it seems like there's too much shit going on because in the other game it was like okay just do your bejeweled thing and then you know cast a spell that's fine but now there's like uh, well I guess I don't know I guess Puzzle Quest got kind of involved too but there's like shields and um, you have to like you have to like power up different things besides like you gotta like because you have to worry about either powering up stuff for your spells or getting your shields and then I thought I remember in the uh, puzzle quest that if you got four in a row, you got an extra turn. Yes. But in this, is it four you have to... or is it five? I thought it was four for an extra turn. I think it's four. I don't. I don't remember. But in this one, it's <clears throat> definitely five, and ah. it's hard to. It's really hard to get five, because like there's a lot of stuff on the board. I don't know. It's it's just I don't find it as fun as Puzzle Quest was. Um, right. But not like I have a DS to play it anyway. I was just messing around with the demo because I was bored at work. Um. But yeah, uh, really the only only thing I've been playing is WoW. Mm-hmm. Ow. Um, playing a little bit of Castlevania, trying to finish Dracula's Castle, which tends to be kind of hard. Uh, right now I'm at this point where like I'll go one way, and <laughs> I'll get to a point where I'm just like really running low on health, and then I die, or I'll get to a point where I stupidly throw myself into the spikes <laughs> and see if you fall on the spikes you just get hurt oh uh, okay but if you actually like, launch yourself into the spikes you die oh so they tell between you like jumping into them and just falling into them yeah Weird. because there's a, a power that you have that allows you to um, attach to these things magnetically and then you can shoot yourself off by holding one direction and then letting go oh, oh I see I see okay so basically like if you shoot yourself into the spikes like I'm the way some of these levels are structured, real time physics. They, <laughs> they have um, the panels where you use the power, and then what you have to do is you have to angle yourself and fly upwards over the spikes to the next one and hold the button. So if you use the wrong angle, you'll fly into the platform where the spikes are located. Right. If you actually like graze yourself above the platform, you're pretty much done. If you go under the platform, of course, you're going to wind up um, just hitting the ceiling. But sometimes I just do that stupidness. And then I'm like, what? I have like 400 hit points. And then it only says I only took 100. But then she's like, ah! 
and blood like flying out of her and shit. Oh. And I'm like, oh, so then there is a difference. Right. Because I would fall onto the spikes and be like, oh, I gotta get out of here because it's taking off like 190. I guess they're putting that extra risk reward on that special move. Well, there's no reward. I mean, well, I mean, I, I mean, like the, the the fact that you're able to launch yourself and do all this stuff comes with the risk of, hey, if you touch the spike, you die. Something like that. I don't know. Um, so I'm like trying to, um, I'm trying to finish the castle, and the castle is huge, so it's taking me a while. I also managed to play because I've been real busy this week. Uh, the only thing, the only other thing I managed to play this week was Prince of Persia this morning. Oh, how did you like watching morning. it? Watching it? Yeah. Uh, I heard that's one of those games that plays itself. I haven't played it yet, so I'm just joke. I'm, no. I'm, I'm being mean to it, but no, no, it doesn't play itself. I do a lot of acrobatic stuff, and I do some pretty nice sword play, and then I talk. Here, here's, here's, I an, yeah. doing all of that. here's an experiment I want you to try. Uh, when you're doing a wall run, way before, not way before, but you know, noticeably before the point where you're supposed to jump off the wall in a given wall run, just press the jump button and see if he jumps then or if he waits to jump when he's supposed to jump. Oh no, he jumps whenever you press the A button. Oh, okay, because I was listening to some podcast and like they were like, "Well, they would queue up my moves, so I'm running up up against the wall and I press the A button like a full second before I'm supposed to jump off." But the prince doesn't jump; he waits until the right time to jump, and then he jumps for me. It depends on how much time is there, because if the there's already a chain of moves going on or whatnot, like say if you're climbing up uh, a fissure and then there's a wall run and a fissure, a wall run and a fissure, whatnot. Um, you can kind of buffer those moves up because they're so close in succession. But if you do a wall run and <clears throat> you jump early, if you press the A button early, you will jump. It depends on how early you press it because right. the wall runs don't really last but two seconds anyway. And then I I sometimes get in situations where it's like I'm kind of leaning my finger on the analog stick and I'm jumping on a column. And I'm expecting to just jump on the column, and I'm pressing A, and I'm expecting to just jump off the column. But he'll rotate himself on the column, and then jump off into Lord knows where, and then has to get saved. And then Elka will come in and jump and be like, oh, no, quick load, quick lit, quick save, you've got me on your shoulder. Yeah, and what's pissy to me about that is that um, there's an achievement where if she saves you under 100 times in a given game, you get the achievement. So, with all these stupid times that I'm dying, I'm like, uh, great, uh, I'm not going to get this achievement. You can't, like, start from, can you, can you start from a new save file, or does it record from, like, does it start from the beginning, and it's like, the, if you buy the game, and you play it, and, and, like, you, you save your progress, no matter if you start a new game or not, uh, you're going to get hosed for that achievement. I would have to assume that you're, you're, you'd start a new game, and then the counter would go to zero. Okay. Okay, makes sense. Uh, yeah. Anything else? No. No? No, no DS? Uh, Castlevania. No, ba- oh, that's, uh, no Batman? Batman what? <laughs> Batman the movie? Huh? No Batman the movie? You mean for Nintendo? No, remember you were watching Batman the movie? I was? Oh, that Batman. 
Don't talk about my job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about the Dark Knight, which I think I still have the DVD here, and I'm thinking about the Dark Knight video game trailer that you showed me. I'll talk about, think the about that old cheesy ass bullet, um, ballpoint banana shit. What's the joke again? What is yellow? What has yellow skin and rights? Me. <laughs> a ballpoint banana was the answer. What is, what, yes. Why did you come up with that? Why, why does that make sense? Why did you give them that, that script? Well, because the ball, the ballpoint banana was related to <sighs> some trap <laughs> that they were going to do to Batman because <laughs> what they were doing was that uh, Pete, have you ever, you know, the old Batman from the 60s? Yeah. Adam, well, West, Adam West, yes. Adam so Lee. the main villains in that were the Riddler, right. Joker, Penguin, right. and Catwoman. So in right. the movie, they all team up. And yeah, I've in... seen the movie. Oh, you saw and the they, movie? They dehydrate people. Oh, yes, Penguin they dehydrate people. Yeah, <laughs> Penguin dehydrates people. And he, it's, anyway, so they, they set up this trap for Batman where Catwoman was supposed to be acting like some Russian woman. And she right. was supposed to steal Adam West's heart, not Adam West, uh, Bruce Wayne's heart. And yeah. then they were supposed Adam to kidnap Bruce Wayne. Wayne and get Batman to come out Adam and Wayne. save him. Uh-huh. A little did they know that Batman was Bruce Wayne. But anyway, um, what happened was that before they planned this thing, they sent out a riddle. And the riddle had something to do with sl- tripping him up, tripping up Batman with this trap. And that's where this ballpoint banana came from. But what was weird was like, Batman comes sliding down this thing, and then he goes up to Robin and goes, uh, Robin, tell me what you think. I want to see if you, if you have the same sentiments that I do. The, the riddle reads is this. What has yellow skin and rights? And then Robin takes no longer than one and a half seconds to say, a, bu- a ballpoint banana. And I'm, he's like, precisely. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's... Wonderful. I'm glad they made no games based on that old, uh, old, uh, old shit. Anyway, I have been playing, uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, yes. I actually put in Return to Castle Wolfenstein because, uh, I had it on my Steam and I downloaded it, um, on my laptop. And it actually runs on my laptop because it's, you know, it's old at this mm-hmm. point. <clears throat> and it's funny how much worse it looks, um, now than it did back in the day. Like, I remember back in the day being really inc- impressed by the Quake 3 engine. Mm-hmm. And I, like, if I, I, I bet you if I go back to it today, I'll kind of look at it and be like, oh, my God, how is this impressive? Because, uh, like, at the time, like, okay, so Unreal Unreal Tournament 2003 or 2004, whichever, um, that game is, like, four or five years old by this point. But, like, looking at a screenshot of that, it still looked really good. It still looks really good. Yeah. And so that's the kind of imp- that's the kind of thing that, you know, I feel about the Quake 3 engine because it was such a, a good engine. So I feel like I look look at games from that era, they would still look pretty good. And then I thought about it, and I was like, well, no, it's 9 to 10 years old at this point, and no, it doesn't look very good anymore, to the point where I actually got a little bit nauseous playing it. Really? Yeah. yeah. But because it, it was going well, – it could have been going so fast that I was just like – and it's kind of weird to play first-person shooters on my laptop screen. Yeah. Uh, so it just you – know, it was just going really fast, and I, I got woozy. I got past – this was back in the day when levels were still segmented, so I beat the first level – and then I got into the second level, and I'm just like, I gotta stop right now. Um, oh, you were just playing through like the single player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then. There's no multi. There's I, I don't want the hotel internet is like really slow. 
I yeah. didn't think of people playing that multiplayer still. Yeah, I, uh, when, I wouldn't well, I mean, be surprised if they did. Well, go ahead, it, sorry. It, it it probably got revitalized when uh you know the id pack came out on Steam because um mm-hmm. like I was telling you guys pre-recording, me and Charlie did that one episode where we were playing it like uh, for our recording, and there were definitely lots of people. We we played multiplayer for the recording, and there were definitely lots of people playing. Um, so there either was pe- there either has been people playing that game this entire time, or it just got kind of like a reboost from coming back out on Steam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, but I mean, multiplayer yeah. is still good. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if people were still playing stuff like Counter Strike, etc. Well, yeah, well, Counter Strike will different. never die. Like, not even Counter Strike Source, but the original one, because they don't well, like yeah. <laughs> the changes that people made to the Source version and the retail version, and all that stuff. And they, yeah. you know, they like being able to buy and uh, like an like an MP five N instead of like, <gasps> excuse me, take up whatever they renamed it to. Mm-hmm. Um. But, uh, oh, aesthetics. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think I, I restarted Dragon... Not restarted, but picked up again. Sorry. Uh, Dragon Quest Four because I'm pretty much done with Age of Empires Mythologies. I, I, I'm just going to put in a little bit of time with uh, with the hard missions. Mm-hmm. But for, for all intents and purposes, I've seen what, what, I, what there is to see in that game, and I'm very pleased with it. And uh, go buy it. Now. Mm-hmm. Um, I can talk about a board game. <laughs> talk about the board game while I think about what else I've been. Uh... Oh, I know what I could talk about. Oh, <laughs> talk about what you want to talk about while I think. Okay, of... the board game <laughs> is. I can kind of relate it to to video games because it's supposed to come out on Xbox Live and PSN. I think uh, it's the Zombies exclamation point exclamation point exclamation point game, um, <laughs> which uh, it's a long ass title. A, yeah, well, it's it's zombies with three exclamation points. I, I just know. I had I had to detail that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> zombies. Um, <laughs> uh, it's a tile-based board game where each turn a person picks up a tile and places it, and it eventually makes out this like city map. Like um, you're looking at like an overview of a city, and like you have your little little shotgun character tokens that you're moving around the the uh, board, and then there's like every time a tile's placed, more zombies are placed, and there's like certain tiles have like. Uh, stores or like things on them, like a, like a gas station or like a like a home home and garden store or something like that, or a hospital or fire station, things like that. And like so, like as the game is played, more and more tiles are being placed out, and more and more zombies are being put on them. And uh, like Dude, eventually, that, that a helicopter awesome. t- eventually a helicopter tile is played, and you have to then try to escape to the helicopter tile. But yeah, the game is mad fun, and there are like tons of expansions for it. So I picked up a bunch of expansions. Um, but uh haven't gotten to play with them yet but like the expansions add things like um mall tiles or like a school or um like uh what's it uh one of them is like a a whole like it could be a standalone game or an expansion it like adds a whole outdoor like camp camp type like a outdoor woodland type environment um and then yeah there's just a bunch of these and the game is mad fun, and yeah, I already said that. And it's supposed, like I said, it's supposed to be coming to Xbox Live Arcade and PSN. I don't know when, but I remember seeing like a store, like like an announcement about it at one point. Um, and if it does, uh, for people who might not be interested in playing board games, I would definitely recommend at least buying the uh, downloadable game when it comes out, because um, it's good. And that's all I got to say. Zombies, 
Exclamation. Awesome. Exclamation. Exclamation. Is a tile-based strategy board game for two to six players. Zombies. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. Won the 2001 Origins Award, Origins Award for Best Graphic Representation of a Board Game. And Zombies 3, Mall Walkers. Oh, there's a third one. Won 2000. Well, that's the expansion. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Okay. 2003's Origins Award for Best Board Game Expansion. Age range, 14 plus. Setup time, 10 minutes. Playing time, over 60 minutes. Random chance, high. Skills required. Strategic thought. Thanks for that skill. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, so, Al, what was it that you were going to talk about? I went to uh, a party with oh. my old um, people at Technical Support. They had a uh, their annual party at Dave and Buster's, and um, played some arcade games, free play. Oh, awesome! Is that that's how they got really? it set up? Yeah, we actually had enough money to pay Dave and Buster's this year that's to awesome. um, get free play. Because at first, like for the first couple of years, it, it just the amount of money they gave us on the card was just more and more and more. Mm. Now it's like completely free. And then they had the ticket-based games, which they gave us like forty Dave and Buster's points for. And <clears throat> let's say I played a little bit of Go Squad, which is still something I want to have for the Wii. Uh, I haven't gotten it yet. Played I didn't know that some... was an actual arcade game. It what? You didn't know it was a Wii game? I didn't know it was an actual arcade game. Oh yeah, yeah, that's an arcade game. Yeah, I just really quickly. I actually was mm-hmm. disappointed when I tried to play in the arcade. I was a little disappointed because the calibration was off. Oh. And it's not a light gun. It's a. It, it actually uses like the sensor bar technology in the arcade, kind of mm, like really, kind of like how how yeah. Uh, what else uses it? Um, I think Time Crisis Four also uses sensor technology instead of like light gun. So uh, so like well, all the Time Crisis games did because that's how um the gun con works. Oh, I thought that was I thought the original gun con was light was light gun based. Mm-mm. The gun con um has sensors and oh. all that shit. That's how, now, what do you think is more accurate, the sensing or the uh, the light gun? Oh, the light sensing technology? is much more accurate. Is it? Because um, with the light gun, it has to process like where you're pointing relative to the screen, blah, 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 blah. Right. And it, of course, makes a flash of light. If you're playing with more than one player, that kind of diminishes the effect because, like, I don't know if you ever played something like House of Dead 2 on Dreamcast with the light uh-huh. guns, but... If both people shoot at the same time, only one shot gets registered because the other person is registering a blank screen. Okay. So See, I, play... I don't. Mm-hmm. I never really played any multiplayer light gun games at home. I mean, the only ones I've ever played at home were like Duck Hunt and Mad Dog McCree. Um, um, Mad those are very Dog slow McCree. games. Yeah, if, you, but, if um, you're playing a game that it requires like a lot of shots to be shot in uh, you know close amount of time, you can wind yeah. up losing shots. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. But with the um, sensor, it doesn't yeah. factor that in because the sensor is what picks up where you are and doesn't flash the screen. <clears throat> yeah, the sensor's much better. It's just that if it's calibrated off, it's like... So I was pointing my gun at like the center of the screen, and my reticle was like hanging to the left. Oh, uh, yeah. That reminds me um, of the next game that I played, which was Time Crisis 4. And I so did not enjoy it because I would point at the screen and shoot, and it would shoot in four different locations which every shot I did was in a different place, and I'm like, I'm not even moving the gun. Oh. And so I, I stopped playing that immediately. You know what I like doing? You just go yeah. up to a two-player cabinet and put in two credits and just play by yourself <laughs> with two guns. Yeah, I, I wasn't even having a good time. Well, with time crisis, it's completely different. You, because yeah, it's you like, can't do it that you much. You got to hide yeah. shit. 
But like like other games, like I just, like the original um, like the original House of the Dead games, I would do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I did that for like Virtual Cop three or something. Ah, Virtual Cop in one arcade. Um, um, I'm trying to think. Oh, I played this stupid Sega arcade game called Let's Go Jungle. And <laughs> Let's Go Jungle is really funny. <laughs> it's about this couple that goes on a jungle trip. And this jungle trip, everything goes wrong. They start out on a jeep, and these big-ass spiders are chasing them. And they wind up shooting the spiders. Like, there's guns in the in the jeep. I don't know why, but there's guns in the jeep, and they pick them up, and they start shooting at the spiders. And the way the game works is that you have these, like, harpoon guns attached to the cabinet. And you shoot from, you know, you have these two triggers... And then there's the start button. Those are the only things that you basically control the game with. Um, at certain points in the game, there are sequences, kind of like a side sequences, where either you have to um, press the button rapidly enough times to fill up a bar before time runs out, or you have to press the start button at a precise time. There's these needles that come up from the sides, and they meet up at the center, and you have to press it at the center. Also, there's, um, you know, just plain shooting stuff where you got to shoot something to, um, you have to shoot something that it needs to break in time. Like if you're on a Jeep and you have to go through a gate and the gate is closed, you got to shoot the gate before it closes or else you take damage, blah, 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 blah. And <clears throat> at the end of the level, they measure your compatibility. And if your compatibility is good, then everything's fine. If compatibility is bad, then the two people who are on this trip, they are, they basically break up at by the end of the game. <laughs> and it sounds so like played... the outrun mode in Outrun Two. When... <laughs> oh yeah, the heart when mode. She right? slap... Yeah, when she slaps you if you don't do well, she starts hitting you in the shoulder. But go ahead. Mm-hmm. So I played <clears> most of <throat> the game by myself. I was playing as the girl just because I, I was I was sitting next to my friend and his brother who were playing mm-hmm. Alien Extermination or something like that. Which is a real fun game too. Playing as a um, girl, I see, I understand. <clears throat> anyway, uh, I'm playing the game. Blah blah blah. It's free play, so I'm just you know swiping, 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 or whatever. And it's so bad. The first level is on jeep, and then the second level you're like on a boat, and then you wind up losing the guns because you go off a waterfall or something like that, and you go to this dock, and these frogs, you hit them with these paddles, and <clears throat> what? Yeah, you hit them. You, they jump at you. And you have to time it so that you swing the paddle by hitting the trigger at the right time. So you slap them down, and then you fight this um, this big ass frog with the paddle. And then all of a sudden, these two like World War Two era guns come out, and you pick them up and you shooting at the the frog. You kill a frog. Blah blah. You kill a frog basically because at the end of the fight this uh, flammable tank comes out, and you have to shoot the flammable tank in time so that it kills the frog. And then, like, the final level is uh, you're on a uh, an elephant, and you're shooting all these bugs. Now, you know how hard it is to hit bugs in any shooting game? Because they're, like, swarming around and whatnot? Yeah. Well, like, And they're small. Yeah, and they're small. And then there's, you know, say... Um, you know, there might be 15 of them in a swarm. Mm-hmm. Now, take that, and then you have, like, swarm after swarm after swarm after swarm. You're always going to get hit. So, you know, that's how they take your quarters or your dollars or whatever. So, 
you finish that level and then I don't even remember. There was like some spider with uh mushrooms growing on his back or some shit. It's like a Pokemon. And um then after that there's a bonus level where you are on a helicopter leaving, but then there's this butterfly chasing you. Huge ass butterfly. And it shoots these little butterflies at you, swarms again. And then you kill the butterfly and if you kill the butterfly everything's fine. But if your compatibility is bad, then they're hanging on this uh, rope ladder. <laughs> and it's so stupid. They, they lose their weapons. And all they have is this slingshot that the girl brought with her and these little balls that this kid gave. <laughs> balls. Them. Yes. These little balls that was on a necklace that this kid on the, the elephant gave the couple. So you have to time your button press you know, with the needle. And then you'll wind up hitting the butterfly with the slingshot and you kill it. But if you miss, which is what happened because the kid I was playing with didn't know to press the button on time. Uh, <laughs> Blame the kid. The butterfly, yeah, I hit it on time. <laughs> and then the butterfly flies right past you. And then the girl is like, you know, throughout this whole trip, I feel like we just have been like growing apart or something like that. And then the guy who's riding, flying the helicopter is like, um, oh, the day has been saved, but their relationship is over. <laughs> and then you see, and then you see the little mushroom growing on the back of his head, so he's infected with whatever was infecting oh. everybody. And it, it's just like such a shitty ending. So uh, um, this sounds like a really bad mixture of an old and a new Ice Cube movie because it sounds like it has a lot of violence, but it's like you're in the jungle with a friend. Yeah. Um. So other than that, I I finished L.A. Machine Gunners, which was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I by myself of all things. Uh, play a little basketball game, which uh, I completely sucked at, but I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> play Deal or No Deal for tickets. Uh, I didn't even know how Deal or No Deal worked before playing this game. That, that that's messed up. That shows how much TV I I watch. Who cares about that? About um, that about that TV? Don't worry about it. You you have more important things on your mind, like Batman. Yeah. So anyway, um, <laughs> did that Dave and Buster's have the Derby Racer game where you can beat the horse? Beat the horse. <laughs> I don't know if Taylor would be so, uh, you know, kind to see, you know, happy to see that kind of game. And they busted. I have no idea. They're but there was an... in, the one that I was going to say the one in Philly has. It's a it's just like a eight person like seating area, or sometimes like it could be even twelve, and it's like one big screen, and uh, people like create. It's one of those games that uses cards, and people create uh, like a horse. And uh, it has RPG mechanics where you're trying to, like, train your horse to be, like, good at races. And then, like, every, like, couple minutes a race will start and all the players will, like, race their horse. And you can beat the hell out of your horse to make it go faster. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I haven't seen that game. Um, oh, but the only, like, massive games that they had, like, the ones that took up, like, the entire row was, of course, Daytona USA. And yeah. a- another, like, Daytona NASCAR Talladega game. Um, Talladega Nights. Yeah. And, oh, then there's this one, finally, there's one game that I played. Um, it wasn't really a game as so much. It was a timing thing where, you know, you have to hit the button at the right time and then you win a certain number of tickets. So the jackpot kept going up. It was I think I won the jackpot when it was at 2.30 something. And then I kept trying and I didn't really get it, so I stopped. But my friend's brother hit it at like 240, 255, 275, and like 300. So we kept winning all these tickets, all these tickets and whatnot. And I think they came in with 1,000 tickets and they came out with 5,000. 
It was awful. oh shit. And that got him what a bounty ball? <laughs> I don't I don't even know what they got. Uh, uh, I don't think they got anything. I think they saved all the tickets and they're, they're gonna come back later for a bounty <laughs> ball. No, uh, they, they want to get an Xbox. I remember they said they wanted to get a 360. They're gonna get a uh, bouncy ball. Before we leave <laughs> uh, this topic, um, uh, Rob is still in our chat room and he's been contributing to what Pete uh, is calling uh, a, a future cast topic. But I think we should take care of that now because because um, we've got some some pretty decent ones here. Games. Oh, well, I need time to think about good ones. Games that sound like and probably would make better porn. Oh, God. From the, because because Pete was listening to Al talk about Let's Go Jungle, and he thought it sounded like interracial porn. And so then Rob comes back with, I thought Toki going ape spit sounded like porn. Really nasty porn at that. What is that game? That's Toki. Uh, the, I don't know. The man who gets turned into an ape. And what? he has to go and... Yeah. The, I, I don't, I don't Toki's know. an old arcade game, and it was a platforming arcade game. And it was about a guy who gets turned into an ape, and he's... <laughs> Chasing the the like witch doctor who changed him into an ape, saved this girl and turned himself back into a man again. And they called it, they brought it to Genesis and called it Toki going ape spit. <laughs> well, Rob uh, gave the obvious answer of Dragon Ball Z. Um, mm-hmm. He also put in a very creative one, Manhunt. Oh yeah, yeah, Manhunt. Um, I I I'm particular to Brain Age. If anybody gets that one, <laughs> Brain Age. Um, flash focus is an obvious one. Uh, there's front mission. Um, front mission. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe you guys are coming up with these. I can't come <laughs> up with one right now. Yeah, Con- I know me either. Contact for DS. There's contact. Uh, elite beat agents, which I never thought of in that light before. Yeah, that's and funny. then there's always the perennial Yoshi touch and go. Mm. Um, and then the last one I could think of was brothers in arms. That's a little uh, suggestive there. If you Catch my drift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I could think of like subtitles being like, uh, like not Battlefield, but Bad Company. Yeah. Or not Metal Gear. <laughs> She's Solid, got but bad company Guns over. Of the Patriots. Guns of the Patriots. <laughs> I want to see how patriotic you are. I want you to test out my gun. Oops. What's what? the definition how about of is? show me your guns? <laughs> show me your guns. All right, we're off of that. Portal. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Portal. <laughs> Portal. Uh, Genji 2 is an action game which is based on Japanese history. The essence of the PlayStation DNA is real change. The um, stages of the game will also be based on famous battles which took, actually took place in ancient Japan. So here's this giant enemy crab. All right, we're on to the news. You're going to get through this real quick. Uh, we have some sad news to start off with. Uh, there's a story going on IGN. The headline is, Former IGN Journalist Dead in Apparent Murder-Suicide. Um, Jason Montes, who worked on Ultra Game Players Online in 1997, kills wife and self, according to police. Uh, this is reported by Matt Casamassina on um, IGN. It says, In a sad turn of events, a former IGN games editor allegedly shot and killed his wife before committing suicide... On Sunday, January 11th, according to reports, Concord police were alerted that Jason Montez, 33, was threatening to commit suicide and on the evening of the 11th, on the evening of the 11th, and when they arrived, they found Montez dead from a single gunshot wound to the head. His wife, Serena Montez, 25, had also been critically wounded, according to police, who confirmed that she died later at a nearby hospital. Police told San Fran- the San Francisco Chronicle that after Montez shot his wife, he called his friends and let them know he was planning to kill himself. Montes had reportedly been in the middle of an amicable split from his wife 
and had recently filed for bankruptcy protection. Montes worked for IGN in 1997, back when the company's acronym still stood for Imagine Games Network. There, he served as editor editor for Ultra Game Players Online in 1998. He left IGN to pursue other career goals. IGN veterans who knew Montes well are shocked by the sad news, and we all extend our sincerest condolences to everyone who affected everyone affected by this horrible tragedy. That sucks. Mm-hmm. Don't know what else to say about that. Just uh, think it's tragic. Yeah. What does IGN stand for now? Uh, just IGN. Oh. Because, I mean, they, they got uh, transferred to the Snowball... That's another pornographic thing. Snowball Network, <laughs> and then, like, Fox bought them out. So Imagine, obviously, was not part of their involvement, but they just kept the, you know... Of course. Like, we keep like we keep TriGames.net. We don't have just three guys anymore, but, you know... Yeah, of course. <sighs> um... Which which brings to mind another random news story I saw elsewhere. Uh, this doesn't have anything to do with video games, but I just thought it was crazy. Um, and Alpha's Tumble Pop as a pornographic game name. Uh, nuts and Milk. There you go. Oh, yeah. Um, nuts and Milk. <laughs> um, somebody apparently uh, killed his wife over their Facebook status. She what? was estranged. She was estranged from the guy, and so she put her status to single. And so he went and killed her. <laughs> wow. So... That's some, if I can't have me, no one can type shit. Yeah. All right, now let's get to some more craziness. Um, this is Katsurai, who, as we know, succeeded Ken Kutaragi as uh, head honcho at Sony, uh, in, of sorts. Specifically, his title is Sony Computer Entertainment Chairman and CEO. Oh, and, I thought uh, his, his title was Ridge Racer. It is, that too. But uh, yeah, he's grown some grays here, and he... Okay, so this is from 1UP. Sorry. This is from blog.wired.com by Chris Kohler. The headline is Top 5 Crazy Things PlayStation Boss Kazurai Said Today. This is very fitting because here we go. Here in order of craziness are the top 5 crazy things that Kazurai said in a new interview with official UK PlayStation PlayStation magazine. 5. It's difficult to talk about Nintendo because we don't look at their console as being competitors. They're in a different world and we operate in our world. That's kind of the way I look at things. Okay, thoughts? They make money, we don't. We're not competing. <laughs> Al? <laughs> um, I don't know. A lot of people are, are saying that, and I think it's a cop-out, but um, he can say that. I, I really don't have anything, you know, uh, you're crazy, Kaz. I don't really have that to say about that line. Right. He can be now, delusional I, about that. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that from a very literal standpoint that everybody's a competitor, and so it's not really... Um, it's not really applicable. Like what he's saying is not really applicable here. But at the same time, it kind of is. Like it makes sense. And this is this one. I'm willing to like give him. You know, whatever. Because I, I, that's the type of PR spin you want to put on it. It's kind of legitimate because, like we were talking about last week, Al, you and me, when we were talking about like if uh, if PlayStation Three was the only hardcore console that existed and Grand Theft Auto came out on it, that would have sold as many units as we play. That's the type of thing I was talking about. It's like. Hey, look, they're not in the same space. We can argue that movies are competitors to games, too. Hell, we can argue that, like, universities are competitors to... to you know, you, you can always do that. So I, I will, like... People say this thing is crazy. I disagree. I think they're not understanding the business and the marketing kind of kind of aspects to this statement. Right. Um, it, it is a little bit del- delusional in the context that he's using it in, but it's also very applicable here. So Nintendo itself has always said... We're not competing with them, and everybody was always like, "Oh, Nintendo's crazy too." No, they're not. They're, they're, it's spin, but it's you know legitimate. 
especially in light of the fact that there are even crazier things that he's going to say, such as Xbox 360 lacks, long- lacks longevity. Last time I checked, they've never had a console that's been on the market for more than four or five years, and we've been committed to a 10-year life cycle, so you do the math. Thoughts? Uh, well, um, <laughs> that's I mean, a good thought. It's pretty clear that uh, you know, there's only been one Xbox yeah. like, for a, a full like a full cycle of Microsoft for Microsoft anyway. Um, so who knows how long the 360 will last? It's like if you were to say, "I've never seen a single touchscreen-based dual-screened portable machine with buttons that takes both Game Boy Advance and DS cards last on the market for, for more than five years." Well, that's because uh, it's the first one. <laughs> But there's also the fact that, like, yeah, they're committed to a 10-year life cycle, but what are we really... Like, the, the original PlayStation, they said, was was 10 years. Um, it, so it came out in 1995, I guess. But mm-hmm. by the time 2001 came around, like, uh, like, how many people were really still buying PlayStation games by the boatload? How many people were really considering it a prime, uh, a real, you know, go-to console... Uh, I mean, they, you can still manufacture something and still have people buy it, but that doesn't right. mean that like it's being supported for 10 I years. I mean, it's definitely working out for them a lot better with the PS2, but that's only right. because of the problems that the PS3 is having. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. That's a very good point. Uh, Al? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. <laughs> okay. you also have to put into perspective that this is also the third PlayStation that's around, and um, the they they may be committed to a ten year life cycle, and I'll give them that they they've been bringing out games for the past twenty three years or the consoles for the past twenty three years, and this is technically the third console that's in the post twenty. Actually, no, it's not in the post twenty year because the PS two came out in two thousand, right? Mm-hmm. So technically, if they were really on a ten-year life cycle, they would have brought out. Well, they're if they were committed to a ten-year life cycle, they would have brought out the PS3 next year. Mm. Because I mean, well, to I, them, I can understand that they're committed to a ten-year life cycle per console, and then they could bring out another console right. while the other one is at its tail. But you're talking about one console lacking longevity and being committed, but yet. Sony isn't really bringing out games. They're not really support. If they're supporting it technically, or you know, from a support point of view, if your PS2 has problems or whatever, they will help you with that. But they're not pushing the PS2. Like they're pushing the PS3. You don't see commercials for PS2 anymore. You don't see commercials right, but... for games for PS2. So I can't really say that they're committed on a literal level. Yeah, Actually, it's more of like the third parties are committed to the PS2's 10-year life cycle than Sony itself. All right, but I, I actually, you know, I, I kind of uh, take pity on him a little bit. Um, I mean, they are coming out with, okay, first party, no, but I mean, they're still coming out with games that some people would enjoy and like from a from a perspective of, like, when you, when you compare it to, like, the, uh, I don't know, like the... Um, the the PS1, I guess. I don't know what games came out for it that I would have cared for once the PS2 and Dreamcast were out. But then you've got, you know, just in the past couple of months alone, Yakuza 2, the Star Wars Force Unleashed got ported over to it, you know, when it's not getting ported, when it when it probably wouldn't have gotten, got, got a 
ugh, can't talk. When it probably wouldn't have gotten ported in that form over to like the PS1 back in that day. Like everything that went from the P- to the PS1 that was kind of like that late that late generation late era kind of like, oh god, Dreamcast and PS2, well we gotta put it on PS1, was like a really shoddy, like watered down um, GameCube to Game Boy Advance type port where everything was stripped and, you know, in this case we're getting some still pretty good games because the machine is still pretty capable. You've got, and then you've got like the Kingdom Hearts game that came out in December. Which um, is a, a port It was a port up of the Game Boy Advance GBA game. game. <laughs> right, but I mean like, instead of just putting it into, like putting a 2D game up there, they actually put work into it. Yeah, you know? that's true. Yakuza and 2. That probably spawned sales because I don't think anybody really bought that yeah. Game Boy Advance game. Like, what? And, Game Boy Advance? Yeah. Exactly. And they're really... Like, all the Lego games are coming out on it. They're still getting support from Guitar Hero. They've got Persona. Well, um, that's probably because it sells more than a PS3. <laughs> right. But, I mean, the, the that's true. But, I mean, the point is that they're still, you know... They're, st- they're not... Basically, they're not doing what... what um, what the others have been saying, you know, we're just going to cut this off and like make people buy the next generation. Well, see, right. it's and it's, probably uh, probably out of necessity because they're like, well, the next generation system isn't selling, so we need to support this. But you know, they could have very easily said, you know what, no, we're going to cut this off. We're going to lower the price of the next gen system and make you buy that one, like everyone else is doing, because we're the market leader. Hmm. But they didn't do but, it. Yet. Go ahead, Pete. I don't think it's their choice to like cut like stuff for their current gen. Like, I don't. It wasn't like Microsoft <laughs> said, okay kill the Xbox now. It's pretty much like... I mean, they they show through their actions that they were done with the original Xbox and then third parties follow suit. But like I said, even with PS2, it's the third parties. All those games you named are from third parties. So That's... they're the ones that are keeping the PS2 alive. Right. So as... As long as they're making games, then the PS2 will continue its life cycle. Once they're done with it, that's when it ends. But there's still an element of publisher con- of of you know of publisher control in terms of Sony saying, "All right, yo, we're gonna greenlight this game," or and there, there's also the fact that like they're really pushing the SingStar thing for the casual market. Um, like they're they're coming out with the SingStar packs that I've never played a SingStar game, but I've heard that you know they do a good job with it. You know what I mean? So it's not like they're just saying, you know what, let let the third parties do it. They're saying, you know what, we can't, we may not be able to sell these consoles to like to people who are already into their PS3s, but we can still support it more than just saying, okay, the machine's out there, let let you have at it. Like we can put out this SingStar stuff, and we can like put together a bundle to try to market. So so even though you don't see commercials on TV, they're always like pushing for the ads for you know. A bundle of SingStar and a PS2, and oh, we've got this new silver color that's out now. Um, I don't even know if they have a white color that's coming out, but uh, do they have a white color? White color what? PS2 Slimline. I don't think so. Okay, not I, here. I must have been. I must have been imagining things because I felt like I saw one. It might, um, have, it might be out in Japan or Europe or something. Okay, they should bring one here anyway. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, this this one is a stupid statement, but like. I just I guess we just went off on tangent about what longevity means. Uh third one of the five. Unless things go really bad, there's no way at the end of a life cycle our competition is going to have a higher install base. Go. It's ambitious. Um, <laughs> depends on what they consider like install if they're counting all of like Sony's Sony hardware like they tend to do, then that's probably true, but if they're just counting PS3 <clears throat> versus 360 or Wii, then that's probably not true. <laughs> All I gotta say is that this statement is kind of like uh, a um, what, what's a good terminology for it? it? It's it's pretty much moot or or irrelevant because he begins it with unless things go really bad. 
Well, things are going really bad. Things are going really bad right now. Yeah. So um, you basically, it's basically kind of like I'm, absol- I'm I'm going to say this, but I'm also going to absolve myself from blame by saying, hey, unless things go really bad, we're going to do well. So that, and then if they the, don't do well, they could say, right. well, things went really bad. As opposed yeah. to it's our fault. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to skip to number one on this list because number two to me is the craziest. Wait, number wait. One on the, yeah, are you, oh, you're going to save number two. Yeah. yeah. Number okay. two should be number one. Yeah. Number two is uh, – number one is I'd like to think that we continue official leadership in the, this industry. Again, I, I'll go first on this one and let you guys have it. For me, it's, it's kind of like an uh, absolving of, of, of blame. It's like I'd like to think. What if we're not – I thought wrong, but I'd like to think. The other thing is that like um, while it might not be a leader in um, sales necessarily, I mean there are things that it does really well. Uh, the PlayStation Network games that come in it, uh, Pete, you, you mentioned this before a couple of episodes ago when we were talking about the sinking ship thing. Like, for all the, the system's warts, like, it's got a great um, a great kind of stable of, of small games, like like the Pixel Junk games and all that stuff. Um, what other games are out there that you've enjoyed from the from the network, I mean? Uh, well, Wipeout. Um, they they put Burnout as a downloadable game, which oh, right, is right. amazing. Um and I know there's other stuff I can't think of the top of my head. Right. <laughs> oh, well, also, you, got, you yeah. know, Street Fighter and and Bionic Commando and like those other stuff, even though they're not like exclusive, well, that's not exclusive. But... I saw more exclusive stuff. Like oh. they still have. Like, oh, 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 they've got they've got a uh, freaking Genova Chen in their corner. Like yeah, I, I I wasn't a fan of Flow, but a lot of people were. You know, I love Flow. Yeah, at least it was pushing the kind of like. Uh, artistic envelope, you know what I mean? So even if I'm not a fan of those games, I'm glad they're out there. And then there's yeah. Flower. I'm um, super psyched for that. Yeah. It's home. Um, <laughs> well, no. <laughs> well, no. Um, but th- there's there's a machine that doesn't break. I, that's pretty significant. When's the last time your PS3 red ring? Never. Um, there's... I haven't know, heard the, anything about PS3 breaking down. Like, like I mean, they, they, yeah, it's like... The for the for the for the first time, it's like Sony has gotten rock solid hardware. Oh wait, you know? wait! Can the Sony PS3 only be in a horizontal position, or can it be vertical? You can. It can be vertical. You can, oh, you put, can it put it vertical. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't put a vertical because I'd be anybody. so afraid of that thing falling over. Right. One of my friends has it vertical. He hasn't had a problem. So. Okay. But um. But yeah, I mean, it, it, there's there's like it's no, it's not leading in sales and like. A lot of people are laughing at it, and probably because they've been such an arrogant company, but, like, it does things pretty well. So I'm not going to say that that one's so crazy. Uh, I don't know about the rest of you guys, though. What do you think? Well, I just think it's crazy that he said official because – Oh, that's me, a good point. To me, good the point. only official leader in the industry is still Nintendo. Even though they have been – had you know, before the Wii, they had some hard times. They're the only ones that have really been around since, like, pretty much the beginning, and mm-hmm. their name is synony- synonymous with games. I forgot about the official part. That's a very good point that you brought up. So, Al? Um, well. Word. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I like to point out that he likes to think that they continue official leadership in this industry. I mean, they pretty much took everything down with the, with the PS1 and whatnot, and they kept things pretty pretty good with the PS2, I mean, such that the PS2 is still, like, has one of the biggest installed bases ever. Um, but continue official leadership? I, I don't know. I mean, I guess when you got Wesley Snipes calling the Wii a Sony Wii, 
Um, <laughs> that, what? That's, a, that's official enough, right? Wow. Did yeah. he really? Yeah. There was this MTV like short interview or something like that. And Wesley Snipes was at some award thing. And he's standing there talking to the guy. And he says, yeah, you know, uh, when I'm done with this, I want to go and uh, I want to check out one of those Wii's. You know, the Sony Wii. And oh my we God. don't really get to hear it because the interviewer is saying something on top of it. But if you run it back and you know exactly where he says it, you play it and you listen for Sony, he says Sony Wii. That's and fucking crazy. Then he he says that he's not really much of a game player, but um, he wants to de-virginize <laughs> himself to the Wii. Mm. And, <laughs> no, into that's the Wii. That's what it is. De-virginize himself oh, into it, the Wii. Wow, that sounds a little scandalous. He's going to have to flatten it out and, you know, watch out for the blue light. <laughs> Whatever yeah. would have come out blue. Uh, but yeah, for me, the big sticking point is I'd like to think that, and I bet you like the sentence, the sentence probably really ended. I'd like to think that we continue official leadership in this injury, but I think we fucked up. And, <laughs> now here's the one that gets my goat. Yeah. yeah so we you don't know what really grinds my gears. You want to really know what really grinds my gears? This one. Okay. We don't provide the easy to program for console that developers want. Because easy to program for means that anybody will be able to take advantage of pretty much what the hardware can do. So then the question is, what do you do for the rest of the nine and a half years? Have amazing games for the entire ten years? Oh my god! Yeah. Why do we have to wait until six years into your life cycle to have actually really awesome games? It's it, This is... What bothers me about this is that just because a console is easy to program for, it does not mean that you will unlock all of its secrets within half a month. Right. Exactly. It could be easy to program for, but well, because it's so easy... Right. <laughs> but because it's... Uh, half a year. But I was saying half a month because I'm exaggerating. But like, because, it's, because it's easy to program for, there's a, there, it, depending on what the hardware is like, there are... Because it's so easy to get into it, you can more easily discover more tricks and more exploits and more things to take advantage of throughout those 10 years, you know? And if you don't, then that's fine. You're making great games for 10 years. But if you do, it's like, hey, look, not only is it easy to program for, but it's but like it's it's got so many things that I can do with this that I don't think I would have been able to uncover had it been hard to program for. Like, I'm not a coder, so I could be completely blowing smoke out of my ass, which I am. But, you know, like, I'm, you know, I've read enough and I know enough to know that you don't have to, you know, make your thing hard to program for in order for it to have a lot of things to unlock. I mean, like, people are finding new ways to, to optimize PC games all the time, and PC hardware is, you know, not hard to program for. It's, it uses, a, you know, an API that's pretty simple. It's yeah. used, for Windows, at least, it uses the same one that the 360 does. So. Mm-hmm. Well, the 360 is a perfect example because many developers have said how much they love coding for that as opposed to the PS3. Mm-hmm. And, I mean... You can just see that, like, even though they think that the 360 is that much easier to program for, that they've still made advancements throughout, like, since sure. the 360's been released. Gears and, of War 2 looks better than Gears of War. Yeah, and then there's just the fact that so many more developers would just prefer to code for the 360, so that's why the 360 is <coughs> getting all the games this cycle and the PS3 is not. Yeah, I think it's, uh, I don't know, this is, this is one of those kind of, you will work two jobs just to afford a PlayStation 3 because you know you're going to want it type statements. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, it's, we just want to be, you know, snobby and, like, pretend that we're better than everybody else. Like, if you translate this, this says, we don't provide the, we don't provide a convenient platform for our developers because 
they're going to have to learn to deal with us. Right. And it's just like forget about all the all the like you know being able to uh, take advantage of things. They're pretty much saying we. What it says to me is take it or leave it. This is what we have. Deal with it. You know. Right. It's like, and those who will succeed will succeed. We're going to succeed regardless. I I can't remember. Oh, now I remember. It was Jason Rubin from Naughty Dog who basically lashed out at Lauren Lanning when Lauren uh, Lanning yes. said the PlayStation Two is annoying to program for. We're going to move Oddworld to the Xbox. And then Jason Rubin says he's just lazy. Yep. And it's like, uh, no, he'd rather make games better bang his and head against faster. A brick wall. Yeah. And like I know that there has been some some um some debate over whether or not the PS2 is actually more powerful than the than the Xbox, but like it's pretty clear from the output at least that the Xbox was you know pretty much leaps and bounds over what the PS2 could offer for most of its life cycle, and I think that it wasn't until like the very end where the when the Xbox was already dead and gone and like they had stopped you know trying to do things for it because the 360 was on the horizon that, you know, things like God of War 2 came out and looked really good. But I still contend that you could do something like God of War 2 on the Xbox and get away with flying colors without sitting there programming it for however many decades, which I'm exaggerating because <laughs> I have no idea how long it took to, to program. The most but, anticipated game release ever. Ten decades. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, any more on this, or should we race to the rest of the topics since yeah. we spent so much time on this? Keep going. We should have. Okay. Um, okay. GameStop pre-owned. So this one is from Al. Can you sum this one up for us? Yeah, people are buying pre-owned games. More. <laughs> uh, uh, company see. sales at a whole for last year were up twenty-two percent. For GameStop. Huh? For GameStop. I, I don't know if I said the name. So I'm just saying oh, GameStop. yeah, GameStop. Um, according to the article, which is written by Luke Plunkett at Kotaku, says if you think that was driven by sales of new games over the holidays, you're wrong. Those are only up 19%, those holiday sales. No, the big movers were used games and consoles, which in the nine weeks of the holiday season were up 32%. Um, wow. oh, new games over the holidays were 19%. Right. But and then used, used games and consoles were up 32%, bringing in a whole bunch of fucking money. Here's um, what I'm hoping. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead, sorry. Oh, I was just going to finish up the article, so go ahead. Oh, oh okay. Here's what I'm hoping, um, that... This was the result of kids who got Christmas money or, or, or whatever, Thanksgiving or whatever, you know, you kids do these days and uh, got used games because they thought they could save money as opposed to people buying used games as gifts. Oh, yeah. I really, I really hope that's, that's the case. That's, that's really messed up yeah. from an aesthetic point of view. It's like, yeah. Merry, Merry Christmas. And you see this fat used sticker on your game. Well, like, you oh, take so the used sticker off, but the disc is all scratched. Oh uh, well, even even so, what it, the worst case scenario is you leave the used sticker on there. Yeah, <laughs> you're like I don't know how to get it off, so I'm just gonna keep it on there. Um, um let's he- see. Here's one that I think will uh, uh, kind of get um, get Pete's goat as well, since he's a fellow. Well, all of our goats, since we're Steam followers. GameStop reportedly won't sell Dawn of War Two. Source says the disappearance of Dawn of Wars Two, Dawn of War Two's listing from GameStop relates to Steam. It is from Chris Perra on One Up. Uh, basically, to sum up the article, um, there's a multiplayer beta of Dawn of War 2 um, that's supposed to be downloadable content for the first few games. Uh, for a few games, I can't read. First few weeks of the game's release, and then he says, "But if you got a pre-order for that game on GameStop, you might be in for some trouble." It has disappeared from GameStop.com. 
in the retail store databases, says an anonymous source, and it stems from Dawn of War 2's close relationship with Steam. Uh, Steam will be... Huh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Steam will be a required install for Dawn of War 2 players. As you would imagine, that's something GameStop wouldn't care for as it increases the number of potential customers that would then be... That's kind of (laughs) dirty. I'm totally happy about it. I, well... I you know I think it's kind of like pissing and moaning like oh you know you're not gonna sell the game if you I'm like dude sell the game you know people are gonna buy it off your shelves. My problem is that I I when when Half Life Two first required the Steam install that kind of pissed me off and and in addition to like the normal reasons that everyone had like oh you know why do I have to sign online to play this game that I bought on a disc why do I have to install Steam when I have it on the disc? Because this looks like it's just, you know, copy protection or whatever. Like, it wasn't even that. It was the fact that it came with something that you have to install in the background. And so many things like video cards and sound cards and, like, MP3 players and all this stuff comes with so much bloatware that sometimes you just don't want and shouldn't have to put on there if you don't want to, you know? And so for, for, for the Dawn of War disc retail package to require a Steam install is a little bit dirty to me, and I can understand why they're doing that, but I'm still just not comfortable with the idea of requiring you to install something like that. Uh, now, for GameStop to pull the thing from its shelves, I don't know if that's smart, because they could still make money on that. But as far as, you know, Steam's going to do what they're going to do, so there's obviously nothing we can do about that, but I still think it's dirty. Yeah. I mean, my quick feelings on it are that, like, because I'm already in love with Steam, I don't mind the fact that it has to, inst- it would have to be a necessary install. I can understand that if I was somebody who didn't use Steam, or if it was some other program, like if it was like, I mean, the game's THQ, but like, let's just say hypothetically, if it was like an EA game and you had to install some sort of EA, like, Steam like service, I wouldn't be happy about that right. because yeah. I just want Steam. Yeah. But, I mean,. I am. I'm actually happy that GameStop is refusing to sell the game because I'm ho- hoping that more of the stuff happens and and that everything will just go digital. Because you know oh, me, yeah. I'm all yeah. about digital future. Yeah. Um. I. It, it's. You know what? What? What also kind of is close to this is when Crisis was like, in order to play multiplayer, you have to install GameSpy, and I'm like, I don't want to install GameSpy. Stop yeah. Games. I hate like, those. why can't why can't you just build it into your own like, into your own software? You know, why do you have to make me install the GameSpy thing? Like, I think um, I think there are a few games that I have that do install GameSpy, but it's kind of, like, transparent. It's handled within the game. Like, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, I think Halo for PC used GameSpy's backbone as their networking thing. I don't know. Or maybe not. I can't remember. Something did, but, like, you you would never know unless you looked at, like, the install package and was like, we're going to install this, this, that, Halo game code, help files, manual, and GameSpy engine or something. You wouldn't know unless you looked at that. But this one was just like, clear out, we're going to install GameSpy now. Are you cool with that? <laughs> no. Oh, we're going to do it anyway, because otherwise you can't play multiplayer and with all the people across the nation. So, I, I don't know, I just hate that type of stuff. Um, this one's Pete's story. Consumer watchdog group takes aim at Lego Batman. This one's kind of amusing. Do you want to summarize this one up? Uh, yeah, it's just... Um the uh okay i ha- hang on i got to re- i have the story open i just got to remember okay so game politics is reporting that the campaign for a commercial free childhood has singled out lego batman for one of its toady which is toys oppressive and destructive to young children awards oh <laughs> um the criticism isn't necessarily aimed at just the game rather it seems to be targeting pretty much anything to do with legos and or batman uh basically it's funny like their their summation is that like legos which are the you know epitome of 
express yourself creative toys have sold out by selling out the Lego brand to different to specific like other brand names such right. as Batman and stuff which is just completely ridiculous um i mean Lego is in it for the same thing as everything else just to sell toys to kids and make money and i mean kids would want to make Batman stuff with their Legos anyway so they're kind of, they kind of just help the process along you know, um, I don't yeah. know. It's just it, it just found this whole thing ridiculous. Uh, that you know, I you didn't even to know single th- out Lego. Yeah, to single out Lego as like selling out or something. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's not like kids can't still go buy Legos and build stuff or whatever. Right. And uh, older people who grew up with Legos, like I mean, all the all these cool things. I think all this stuff is cool, like Lego Batman, Lego Indiana Jones, all that stuff. Lego Star Wars, especially. Uh, Anything is cooler in Lego, so these people need to just yeah. go away. I, th- I think the the bigger problem at large, if there is a problem, is just you know market, just how marketing is run in general. You know, I mean the the, the way that um, tobacco companies place their ads and certain things, the way that, that like and, and that that have required restriction. Um, I know the restrictions on liquor and 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 alcohol. Liquor is alcohol. <laughs> alcohol intake on like television shows um you can't do certain product placements as a result of that and then just kind of and and i just don't see why they have to give lego batman a toady award for this one because i i don't see the harm i i get why they're upset but i just don't think it's any more harmful than any other cross promotional thing out there. Anything that McDonald's does with its Happy Meals, and they put the 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 Joker thing in the Happy Meal, or they put like Mr. Monopoly Man on your on your milkshake cup or something like that. I mean, it's all made out of of beetles anyway, so it doesn't matter. But like all all that all all that shit, you know, it's like that's what marketing is. If you wanna, you know. You want to complain about it? You're going to have to go after everything else. That's just the way that things are being marketed, and it's yeah, it's nefarious. But it Lego Batman is no more nefarious, and it's well, I played it for about five minutes and I couldn't get anywhere, so maybe it's not that fun. <laughs> but you know, whatever. Uh, moving on. Uh, World of Warcraft forums invaded by cold selling heads. This is also Pete. You wanna yeah? You, you, this, you and, again, uh, just I found rather funny. Uh, because Blizzard apparently signed a deal with Massive, which I didn't realize, but um, it basically uh, Massive is an ad selling firm that does. A it's lo- Microsoft's, right? Uh, is the one that Microsoft bought, or is it Google's? I, I don't think, it's think Microsoft owns Massive. I think Massive is oh. uh, freely independent to sign deals with anybody. Um, hmm. I'm pretty sure they're not Microsoft owned or anything. Uh, Microsoft might have a deal with them, but anyway, uh, so Massive uh, like. Pushed, pu- I think I think they did buy them. It says it, it, a couple of headlines. Microsoft said to be buying Massive. It's not like they're going to be using Massive for their own games, but it's just that Microsoft now has uh, an, a, a new revenue stream that is an advertising company. Okay. Well, either way, uh, Massive was pushing ads out onto World of Warcraft's site, um, like their official forms and stuff. Mm-hmm. And one of the ads apparently was for uh, gold farming, gold selling <laughs> stuff, which is ridiculous because, uh, like. You would think that they would. You would think Massive would have some sort of control over the ads and where they're going, but apparently not. So it just kind of reminds me of those old, like when the internet, when like GeoCities and Angel Fire were really big, and all those those uh, banner sharing things. Do you remember those? When you like people would make their own websites and there'd be those banner ad networks, and you never knew what kind of ad was going to be on your site. Yeah. Um, Yeah. 
But uh, I would you I would also think that Blizzard, uh, since technically gold farming and selling is still uh, illegal and against the EULA and stuff, that uh, Blizzard would contact Massive and tell that you know get information about who who signed up for this ad. This way, they can close down yet another gold farming site. But as low as three dollars for one thousand wow gold. Yeah, less than five mins delivery. U.S. European on sale. <laughs> oh my God. But, yeah, I, uh, it was just ridiculous. Do uh, you want to also yep. uh, summarize this Mass Effect one for PS3? Is it coming? Is it coming? Is it coming? Yes, no, yes, yes. I no. just put this out there because uh, it upsets me because as a PS3 owner now and not a 360 owner, uh, I would have liked to play Mass Effect 2, and apparently there were rumors that it might be coming to... Well, no, there was rumors that the port of the original might be coming to PS3, but those are being claimed as inaccurate. However... Um, you can I, still get it on Steam. Yeah, I know, but my PC probably can't handle it. Um, but uh, you suck. <laughs> it, the thing I thought interesting was that the the quote is uh, an EA spokesperson issued a short statement to Video Gaming Twenty Four Seven proclaiming the rumor regarding Mass Effect being developed for PS3 is inaccurate, and that's all they said. Um, mm. It didn't say you know it's wrong, it's not coming, it's inaccurate. So any part of that rumor could have been inaccurate. Could have been right. It like, could have been like, oh, it's not coming next year, it's coming tomorrow. Right. Um, so I'm kind of hoping they do because if for some reason Mass Effect 2 does come out on PS3, I know for the 360 that m- the Mass Effect trilogy is planning on letting you transfer, you know, keep your Saves. same character. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, I don't know if I'm going to be getting a 360 game anytime soon, but I really loved Mass Effect, and I would play through the original again if I knew that the, the entire trilogy was going to be coming out on PS3 so that I could, you know, follow that, go through that story with my, you know, one character. So... It just kind of annoyed me that uh, there's the potential for Mass Effect 2 to come out on PS3, but not the first one. Um, I think it... Uh, uh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying, yeah, but I mean, I, I mean, it's still, like I said, it's, he said inaccurate, so there's still the chance. Right. <clears throat> I think that, you know, as, as someone who, you know, likes all game systems and would rather have everything for everybody as much as possible, I think they should just do it. Um, but I'm looking, and I just don't know what the market would be like in terms of like how many people who own a PS3 uh, also own a 360 or a PC and would have already played Mass Effect. So I don't know what the numbers are like for that. I would hope that they would skew in favor of bringing Mass Effect over, but something in my gut tells me that they uh, they might not do it because it's been kind of a while. Like, Bioshock came out... When did it come out for PS3? Like, sometime in the middle of, of 08, right? Well, yeah, it was like, wasn't it like almost a full year after the... Release of the original. Let me see. Let me let me 360. see. Three sixty. Um, I believe it was almost like a full year. Uh, Bioshock. Well, no, because Bioshock um, came out August of two thousand seven, and then okay, so, yeah. it, it was more than a year. More than a year. No, not if it was out okay. in July. It was out in. I was wrong. It was out in October. Oh, for PS3. then okay. Then October yes, it was 08. more than a year. So yeah, I mean that was more than a year, and hopefully, um, you know, the Mass Effect people won't find that too long of a gap because Mass Effect was what November. Or is it October? It was one of them. Probably November. I don't remember. But let's see. If they are, the thing is, if Bioware or EA is planning on doing uh, the rest of the trilogy on on both consoles, they could. It would only make sense to. Yeah, they they could even push out the original Mass Effect, like you know, a couple months before the release of the second one, just to get like uh, PS3 owners who didn't experience it or may have experienced it on 360, but are in my situation, you know, kind of hyped up and. Ready to, ready to play. Keep playing the you know the sequel and stuff. Right. It would be nice if they did that. I just don't. 
No, it's not out of the question. Either but, way, um, we should move on. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Al, you want to go uh, and and uh, tackle this? Uh, you want to jizz all over Metallica, that, Al? That'll yeah. Hey, Metajiza. I am not like that. <laughs> but this shit sounds really good. <laughs> um, Metallica released Songless. the full track list for Guitar Hero Metallica, which will be released March 29th. Um, for PS3 and 360, and will come out in like May for PS2 and Wii. <clears throat> um, can you highlight the um, the what I, I what I find more interesting is the other artists in here because everyone's like, oh, we know Metallica's gonna be in there, but what are the other people who are going to be in this game? Uh, the other people are gonna be in the game. So you got a song from Alpha and give James. us a thumbs up or thumbs down. Um, I don't remember the song. Oh. No excuses, but um. Allison Chains is good. Bob Seger, uh, Metallica did a cover of his Turn to Page song, so they're inclu- including the original, which is mm-hmm. uh, a good, it's a great song. Uh, Corrosion of Conformity is a good band. Uh, I haven't heard the song that they have. Uh, Diamond Head is one of the big influences of Metallica, and Am I Evil is a wonderful song. Um, wonderful. Let's see. Definitely, this game has to be like rated M, or if it's going to be rated T, it's going to have a lot of words missing. Well, you know what they did for one of those song, those downloadable songs, um, for Rock Band. I think it was off of Chinese Democracy, but I could be wrong. Or no, 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 it was a, I can't remember what song it was, but like there was like an entire half of a verse missing. Wow, it's just like nothing, and like the singer does nothing but do, like tap the tambourine. Yeah. It, it, they could be shit like that in not not really in these songs like the I'll when I get to it I, I'll mention it but yeah. they have a let's see Foo Fighters which I'm not I guess maybe they're friends with Dave Grohl that's why Jewish Priest's influence is Held in for Leather which is a good song a moderate song not like uh, the songs that they have for Rock Band which are all well, mostly pretty hard uh, it's Kaya's song, Demon Cleaner, which is not really all that bad. It's, they call it Desert Rock, and it's like from it. Basically, half the guys in Kaya's are in Queens of Stone Age now, right. so it's that kind of vibe. Let me jump in for a quick second and say I found the song. It's off of Red Hot Chili Peppers' Blood, Blood, Blood Sugar Sex Magic. And oh, the song. The song is uh, Sir Psycho Sexy. Um, I got stopped by a lady cop in my automobile. Blank, 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 blah, blank, blah, blank, blah, blank, blah, blank, 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 blah, 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 blank. That cop, she was all dressed in blue. Was she pretty? Boy, I'm telling you. Blank, 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 blank. Like a ram getting ready to jam. She whimpered just a little when she felt my hand. Blank, 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 Propping her up on the black and white. Blank, 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 blank. You know what that reminds me of? I'm going to put it in the Skype chat window so you can see what it looks like. It reminds me of um, the new Megadeth version of um, These Boots. Remember the one I let you hear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. like, it's funny. because the people who originally made that song, they were so appalled at the version that Dave Mustaine did, they refused to let him re-release the song in its original form. So what he did was he bleeped out all of the lines that were not in the original song. So <laughs> there was this one part of the song where... Only like two words in the middle of a whole bunch of other words were actually original song. So he was like, and it was it was hilarious. But you know that that's yeah, it's exactly like this. 
Didn't you find a version where he didn't bleep it out? It's the original one before um, the re-release. Like the original album, which is no longer available, has the original song. So I kind of, you know, I I archived it. Yeah. Um, Let's see. There's Leonard Skinner, Tuesday's Gone, which they did. Uh, What? Nothing. Go ahead. Oh. Uh, they did that on their Garage Inc. album, so they're including the original version of that. Uh, Machine Head is a group that they're touring with now. Uh, there's a song from them, Beautiful Morning. Mastodon is just... Mastodon, I mean, shit, you might as well include them. Uh, Blood and Thunder, I think is a good song. I don't remember this one, though. Merciful Fate, Evil. Merciful Fate is a big influence on the drummer, and they, you know, I listen to them all the time. King Daka. And they actually... Um, having the Merciful Fate medley as one of the Metallica tracks, which is 11 minutes of Merciful Fate, Jeez. about five different songs put in together in a medley form. Uh, Michael Schenker group, Armed and Ready. Don't know anything about that. Uh, Motorhead, Ace of Spades. Ace of Spades. Motorhead. Which they... is also in Rock Band. Hmm? That one's also in Rock Band. It's also in the, yeah. it's also in the original Guitar Hero. Yes, it is. But now, but, I, but in, the, 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 of course, the last part is neutered. What? The last part of Ace of Spades in the original Guitar Hero, like that last solo, is neutered. It's oh, yeah, like, it is. It's like you're playing it on hard mode, even if you're an expert. Right, because they made it their own solo or something like that. Um, but the the whole story behind Motorhead is that they're friends with Motorhead, and they played at uh, one of Lemmy's birthday parties. Lemmy's the bass player and singer. Uh, let's see, Queen, Stone Cold Crazy, they play that live all the time, so they include the original version. The Metallica version would be much harder. Um... Sam Hain, Mother Mercy, don't know anything about that. They got War Ensemble from Slayer, which is probably like the the tamest song that you could ever include from Slayer. It's a good song. I'm not saying anything bad about it. But it's it, not rating blood. But it's not it's not half the songs I can mention right now. It's just a song about war and how oh. war is fucked up. Um Social Distortion, Mommy's Little Monster. Uh don't know the connection with Social Distortion. Suicidal Tendencies, One Inside My Head, that is um, the bass player, Rob Trujillo, used to play in Suicide Tendencies. Uh, I don't know if that's the connection, but that's a connection. Uh-huh. Uh, System of Down, Toxicity, which is already on Rock Band. Rock Band, yep. Uh, the Sword, they're touring with Metallica now. They have Black River. And another song from The Sword was on um, Guitar Hero 2, Freya. Then mm-hmm. um, Thin Lizzy. The boys are back in town. They do a Thin Lizzy song, um, Whiskey in the Jar, which mm. is not in the game, but it was on uh, Garage. Inc. So those are the groups from other, those are songs from other artists, but just a couple songs to mention from Metallica. Um, they have uh, Disposable Heroes, which will kill your wrist, because um, <laughs> it killed mine on real guitar. I mean, basically, it's just. For about six minutes. Um, God. Uh, most of the time. I mean, it, it's different, but there are different parts, but most of it is just that. Um, it's For Whom the Bell Tolls. That's a fan favorite. Um, Fight Fire with Fire is a tough song. Uh, let's see. No Leaf Clover is a good song. That's a slow one, though. So, you know, that that's a good song. They got one. Again, so now you can play with the whole band, mm-hmm. and you can sing it, and maybe you can finally do that stupid solo with the touchpad. Yeah. Um, Orion is instrumental. Uh, nothing else matters is a slow song. 
Master Puppets is going to be hard because it's like eight minutes of pain. But, <laughs> um, I mean, it's, eight it's, it's eight, 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 I mean, honestly, to play it on real guitar is hard enough and playing it on Rockman where your original intention is to downstroke all the time. I mean, they, they play it straight downstroke, but they, they're used to that. <laughs> and this, the song playing downstroke for eight minutes is going to hurt you. Um, Let's see. Whiplash is going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of alternate picking and crazy solos and screaming. But I don't know how they're going to do this song. I mean, it's like every single word is in this mo- in this song. Well, not every single word, but I mean, you got fucking that song. You got ass in that song. Um, uh, fucking ass, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> in two different locations. Um, and that's it. And Dyer's Eve is, is going to be a tough song, too. And that's that's another, um, I think they say shit in that song or something. I don't even remember. <laughs> um, so your M-rated guitar hero for the kids. Yeah. Uh, their odds are it's not going to be, of course, because they want to um, sell it. Right. But, hey, who knows? That I'll is... Cheat code. A-B-A-C-A-B-B. A-B-A-C-A-B-B? Sounds like... Um, yeah. No, that's a car with his It's Mortal Kombat. Oh, right, 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 that one. All right, so uh, going off of that, we're just going to, uh, I've decided to put together for, for this bucket and probably for future buckets, the layoff report. Uh, we've been hearing about all these layoffs recently, so we're just going to run down the most recent ones. Um, Microsoft, 1,400 job cuts, and it's going to impact the entertainment division, which impacts... Uh, the games, and Xbox 360. Uh, I think as a result of this, the Gamerscore blog was shut down. Um, Eidos is shutting down its Manchester studio. Uh, So, less Tomb Raider, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Intel. I don't know why I picked this one up, but it was on Kotaku. So, Intel is getting rid of a bunch of people. Um, EA laid off uh, hundreds of people at Black Box on Thursday. Uh, that kind of stinks. Um, let's see. Sega cut... The the number that I heard was 30. So mm. ho- that's hopefully that's not as bad as like the hundreds at, at other corporations, but 30 is still 30 too many. You know, one person laid off is already a tragedy. So uh, unless they really, 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 really sucked and was like a pervert himself. But that's besides the point. Uh, so Sega staff cuts confirmed. And finally... Um, why do I keep on getting these chip makers in here? AMD <laughs> cutting jobs and slashing the pay of its survivors. Okay, it says a thousand jobs. Holy crap! So uh, AMD, which by the way also owns ATI, which creates video cards as well as the technology found in Xbox 360 and Wii. If anybody wants another gaming connection there, so and, and uh, that's remember, the last uh, They're gonna be uh, coming up with Skynet soon. Uh, is that is that ATI or is that Nvidia? Both. Oh, you're going to be able to put AI on your video cards now instead of just graphics and physics. So, Skynet, yeah, FTW. Bow down to your new alien overlords. But uh, all right, that's enough in news. We will go on and uh, quickly discuss our not games of the 2008 year.
was that? I don't know. I can't think of something to say. Did you say yeah or did you say something before? I said yeah. stuff. Oh, okay, good. All right. I, I thought yeah was it because then that would mean anyway. We're back with um. I don't want to call this you know game of 2008 discussion because I didn't really play too many games in 2008. But if you guys want to spend five minutes each talking about your games, go ahead. Huh? Huh? What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> this would be so much better if we had more people here to talk about this and discuss. But uh, yeah, I was the one who kind of suggested this thing was just because. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There were a lot of great games in two thousand eight. Uh, there really. Yeah, I think there were. <laughs> Such as. The I only mean, reason why I'm saying that is because I can't. I think the one probably one of the only games that I'm playing I mean, from two thousand eight is the one I'm playing like right now. <laughs> Order of Ecclesia, right? No, Prince of Persia. But yeah, Order of Ecclesia oh. too. Well, like, I don't know. For me, there's there's Left for Dead, there's uh, Fallout Three, there's I really liked Mirror's Edge, there's Little Big Planet, there's Gears of War Two, which I haven't played, but I'm sure it was amazing. There's Fable Two, there's Grand Theft Auto Four, there's uh, what else? Um, trying to think of. Uh, like I think Wipeout XL or not <laughs> Wipeout yeah Wipeout HD. Uh, I'm like again I haven't played Super Street Fighter 2 HD Turbo uh, remix, but I'm sure that'd be up there. I I don't know I think like there's probably a bunch more that I can't think of right now, but I think 2008 was a, a really good year for gaming. Um, I don't think I played any of those games. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, but personally I think the best game of 2008 and one of the best games I played in a really really long time. Uh, and I said this, mentioned this when I brought it up on episode 119 is plus uh, because uh, to me that is like the one of the most pure gaming experiences like ever uh, it's a game that is very simplistic in nature and mechanics and stuff it's just running around collecting coins uh, and jumping to avoid like jumping to get up uh, it's like a kind of like platforming but also to avoid <coughs> danger so yeah platformer whatever anyway it's like a puzzle platformer um and uh really simple graphic aesthetic look uh and but the thing is that it all comes down to skill um there's <laughs> like i don't know like you take a game like prince of persia which you just said because you mentioned it's like uh it looks beautiful but um a lot of the game from what i've heard i haven't played it doesn't take much skill the skill is just in you know just making sure you 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 press the button that it tells you to press and uh like if you fuck up it's not that big a deal you just have elica you know bring it right back but right like for n plus it's one of those puzzle games that starts out really simple just to teach you the basic mechanics of uh like how the physics work for the jumping because the character is kind of floaty but it's meant to be that way and it works for the way the game is um and then like you know avoid like things that'll shoot rockets at you or little robot things that'll zap you and uh like yeah um (laughs) and so then it starts out the same stuff and like later on the levels get so intense and difficult and like it's the game also has a timer so the object of the game is to try to collect as many coins as you can but also to just make it to the exit of the level sometimes you have to hit certain triggers to open up doors and get the exit door to open up um, and like definitely the, the, the ending levels are things that you just have to do. Like it ha- it comes down to pulling 
doing the exact run precisely and per- absolutely perfect, or you won't do it. And when you die, you just you start that level over. And I mean, each level only takes maybe at most like a couple minutes uh, to complete, but it's one of those games where it's definitely an exercise in frustration because you'll constantly be repeating the same thing over and over and over again. Um, I mean, there was a level that I've spent like at least three to four hours on just like in one sitting, just constantly dying and restarting and trying to hit it absolutely perfect. And while that may not sound like a lot of fun, um, I don't know if you're one of those people that do pride yourself on like overcoming an what seems like an insurmount, insurmountable challenge, like Mega Man Nine. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, love that game. If you're one of those people that like likes a game like that, you will love N Plus. Uh, I would only recommend it on the Xbox Live Arcade version because I hear the DS and PSP versions have certain problems with the cameras and stuff. Um, cameras. Well, like, there's three camera views. There's an, a zoomed-out view, a medium view, and then a close, like, chase view. Because uh, oh. it's just like a 2D game. But um, right. having those three cameras is very important because certain levels will call for certain camera like camera views. And I think the DS one, one – either one of them – I know one of them out of the DS and PSP has it locked to just the middle view, and the other one offers either the close or the far view. But – Neither one of those is really a good a good option because you need all three of those views. I mean, having played through and completed everything except for the expert levels on N+, like I got all 200 achievement points out of the game, um, but then they open up expert levels, which aren't for achievements, and I played through about, like, I think there's 10 expert levels, and I think I played through five of them. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I basically pretty much completed the entire game. I can say, without a doubt, you need all three of those views. Um and, I mean, just, yeah, any old-school gamer who really wants a challenge in today's, like, almost, like, easy gaming Challenge-less. world. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is definitely the game to get. It's cheap, and it's, like, definitely has, like, lasting appeal. It definitely uh, will take you a while to go through all those puzzles. Then there's also, there is online play, and um, there's, like, you can do co-op puzzles, or which are separate from the regular puzzles. And there's also like uh, like kind of like a, a competitive aspect of the game as well. And then the Xbox Live Arcade version also has a level creator. Um, it doesn't have a uh, global uploading service where you can upload it to like just a server and then anybody can download it. It's only level creation, and then you can share it with like people that you get into games with. But still, it is, there is a way to propagate new levels. And again, I don't know. It's just like it's definitely one of the best games I've played in a long, long time. Um, I really, uh, I really loved Left 4 Dead. I just name a few other examples. I really love Left 4 Dead, but I've only gotten to play it once so far, and I can see the fact that it is limited in um, content to be a problem. I mean, it's a Valve game, so you know it'll, there'll be more coming down the road. But uh, <clears throat> and Grand Theft Auto 4, I really enjoyed, but not as much as San Andreas. Um, mm-hmm. Fallout 3, I'm really enjoying, but I'm kind of not. I, I'm starting to feel like I'm not enjoying it as much as I enjoyed Oblivion. Um, uh, what else? I, I and like then there's games that I haven't played like Gears of War 2, Fable 2, which I probably would really like. But uh, in just terms of a pure gaming experience, N Plus can't be beat. Maybe even I don't even think Mega Man 9 comes close to it because um, Mega Man 9 is how do I put this? It's like it's trying to capture that. It's fe- old. Yeah, it's trying to it's capture old. the feeling of nostalgia and like the games from the past. Whereas N Plus is that kind of gameplay, but 
in to me this is it's a more modern game right mm-hmm. like uh, they they use they use they they restrict themselves they don't restrict themselves to past to past um what's it called to past habits as much right right like if you could shoot like i don't know how the game works past what i played on the flash version but like if you like if this were like the m plus like if if they did mega man 9 like m plus you'd probably be able to crouch and shoot up or right something. Something like that, okay. right? Exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that that is my game of 2008, and um, I don't remember what the other things were that we were supposed to think about. But I just I wanted a chance to explain that because with not having my own podcast anymore, I wanted to get the word out. Mm-hmm. I was always looking looking at getting it like on DS, and I just never got around to it. And like it's it's going to be one of those things where I forever that that is actually one of those things on my list of I wish I had uh, played or got or something for 2008 but I'll let Al go first while I compile this list of whatever he wants to say oh uh, I actually just found my copy of N the the Flash game oh the original N you've been playing it yeah for people who don't no, know I just found it oh just want to say oh, it's in my pictures that... folder how why that there okay <laughs> take that out of my pictures folder <laughs> <laughs> um games of 2008 um, oh I'm real quick I just want to say because yeah. you keep you guys kept mentioning the flash game for event yeah for people who don't know that if you wanted to see what M was like there is you can just get a free version of it like of like a download I think it's a downloadable flash game right it's not like mm-hmm. played in a browser yeah. um, it's downloadable I believe yeah, yeah. go ahead <laughs> oh okay um yeah I was looking at my backlog while you were talking about games and uh unless God of War Chains of Olympus came out in 2008 which it probably did it did. It did. Uh, that's one game I played in 2008 that came out in 2008. <laughs> <laughs> um, everything else is all. I mean, I, well, Castle Crashers came out in 08 too. I finished that too. That was great. I wish I could have gotten to play that. Castle Crash is a wonderful game. Um, I, I would have to say that if I had a top 10 list of games uh, in 2008 that released in 2008 that I played in 2008, that would be in that list. But, um. Belch. Yeah, yeah. Belch is good. <laughs> Just um, thinking, I think I can come up with a list of games that I bought in 2008 that I'm looking forward to as a top 10 list. How about that? That oh, game, okay. games that came out in 2008. You say whatever you want to That's say, fine. sir. That is perfectly fine. Um, well, games that I bought in 2008 that I'm looking forward to play will well. include... Uh, a game that I'm currently playing is Prince of Persia. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with this game just because I have not played the older Prince of Persia games uh-huh. that much. Like, I played maybe two hours of Sands of Time on GameCube, but I'm not jaded to the whole acrobatic combat thing. I'm not acrobatic combat, acrobatic um, level progression puzzles and whatnot. And. I like the sh- kind of straightforwardness. Is like, okay, I have to go into this area. I have to go and uh, defeat the source of the corruption, and then I have to go and find light seeds so I can get enough to get to the next levels. I like the fact that it's just straightforward like that. I don't have to think because it just came off a, a long game. So I'm like, I just want to play something that's mindless or something that is to the point. Um. I'm looking forward to playing more of Guitar Hero World Tour, and although Rockland 2 came out in, oh, that came out 07. in the holiday of 07, right? Yep. 
yeah, I still haven't really played it because that's a game that's really more suited to playing with other people. And ever since I really got Rock Band 2, they haven't really been, nobody's really playing it like that I know on Xbox Live. And uh, I don't really have many friends over to play, which I should be doing that more often. I've been playing more at your house often than I've been mm-hmm. having to progress at my house. Um, let's see. Too Human, that came out in no way, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's that's um, I enjoy it. I think that that would be one of my um, like short list kind of right past the top ten of games that I'm looking forward to playing or completing because I really want to go through that and kind of figure out what the hell is going on in the story because I I've completely forgotten by now. Um. That's what I have here. I'm gonna look at my list of games that are marked as not started. <laughs> which <laughs> that is would be a really the long entire, list. Yeah, we got Crisis Warhead. Uh, oh, which, yeah, uh, I haven't even really. I played Crisis for like an hour, and I'm like, this game is hot. And I all I did was pass the part that the demo covered. So mm-hmm. that that kind of sucks for me. But uh, I want to play Dragon Quest Four a lot, because. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I just want to be engrossed in a straightforward story. Sure. Um, let's see. No More Heroes didn't come out in no way. That, that's an old Yes, game. it did. Yes, it did. It came oh, out in no way? I yep. love that game. Okay. Then that, that game is going to be like number four on my list of I really want to play this game because I'm, you know, people are always talking about No More Heroes, um, Mad World. Yeah. This House of Dead Overkill is coming out. Uh, I guess people also talk about Conduit, even though Conduit, I think, is further out than Mad World. Uh, I think it's a little further out, yeah. These are games that, you know, these are the the, har- the hardcore games for Wii right now that everyone who's a hardcore should be playing. So uh, that's up there on my list of, mm-hmm. like, that's top five right there. Um. And there's not really much else. I mean, I've I've bought a lot of games, but there a lot of them are really old games. Apparently, I mean, I don't think the world ends ends with you came out in no way. I think it came out it later. Did. It did. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I think it was a long ass year. Yep. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, I got you know that Mortal Kombat vs. DC. Uh, I enjoyed playing that, but that's the kind of low on the list, like eight, nine. Nothing else really that I've purchased. Um, you know, I mean, I'm still stuck on stuff like Assassin's Creed and Burnout Paradise, which I only apparently have nine percent complete. So you have more than me. Wait, what are you playing Paradise point? on? Three sixty. Oh, yeah, you don't, you don't have a I PS3, have right? PS3. Uh, yeah. So that that that's my uh, my 2008 scattered brain. <laughs> Mega Man 9 I still haven't beaten a boss I actually played that game recently I can't beat anything I can't even beat Splash Room as a level I'm I'm so upset at that Really? Yeah because I, I well, Where was I stuck? I was stuck at the part I was going up on the bubbles And after the bubbles I keep dying I forget the Oh it's part. those platforms that move Yeah those platforms that move um, it was like really early in the morning too, so I was oh. thinking to myself. Oh, well, but you haven't tried since. 
Well, that was last Saturday. <laughs> oh, never mind then. Yeah, last Saturday morning. <laughs> and I think that uh, was yeah, like, yeah, because I played that right after I beat Bunk's Revenge. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I know I'm just dropping like crazy names right now. But Bunk's Revenge, I decided to play after I beat Bot and Kaitos. This is the thing. I was up early in the morning, like one thirty in the morning. I played Bot and Kaitos till 8, beat mm. that. Mm. Then I played Bonk's Revenge for about an hour, beat that, and then I decided to play Mega Man 9. Now, you know I'm burned out. Yeah. So, yeah. after that, I just decided to play something mindless. I played Soldier Blade. I thought you were going to say Soldier Boy. I was like, no. Yeah, that's what I no, heard. I'll never play him. <laughs> that's hilarious. So, you! Oh, terrible. Mm. Um, Would you, because you've played Lich King stuff, right? I'm level 73, so I'm not really. Uh, okay, I was gonna say, would you put that as like a game of year type thing for? Its no, because I, I hardly I can bring I can't bring myself to play it right now. You know, okay. it's not. <laughs> if I was to put that on my list, like I I admit I was waiting for it and I was very excited about it, but it just seemed like maybe it's just the social environment. Like I I explained this to Austin. Um, I can't find anybody really to play with on a regular basis because of my work schedule. And right. I don't work with anybody really who plays games. Like, I have my friend Chris who works overnight, but he doesn't play WoW. The, the, our other friends are trying to get him back into playing, but whenever I log in, it's like, okay, I'm going to go do this by myself. I'm going to go do that by myself. And it's not really entertaining. I'd much rather, if I want to play by myself, go and play one of these console games and help, you know, open up my backlog so I don't right. look like a damn fool to my fiance <laughs> I keep buying games <laughs> <laughs> you know Whoops. so that that's one of the reasons why I've been focusing on the console but I, oh I do have to mention this uh, Left 4 Dead is the like number one game on my list of two games in 2008 that I really wish I could be playing Every yeah. time I feel like I want to play Left 4 Dead, I can't. How come? Either because I'm tired or because I have to go do something in the next 10 minutes or because I'm already busy doing something and I'll see somebody on my Steam friend list playing Left 4 Dead. Like, right now, I can probably... Not probably. Oh, yeah, he stopped. Okay, one of the guys, <laughs> while we were doing a podcast, he signed in and played Left 4 Dead. And I'm like, you know... Every time I see one of my friends play Left 4 Dead, I want to play Left 4 Dead. But, but I honestly have not played it since November. Uh, I played it a lot in November. I even lost a lot of not a lot of sleep, but I lost a little bit of sleep just so I can play at 8 o'clock at night with my friends when they got home from work and whatnot. But um, I haven't been able to play it since late November, like after Thanksgiving. Yeah. All my attention pretty much shifted toward the, the Botan Kaitos. Yeah, and uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff on Steam and whatnot that I got. Which I don't know. I guess you could say it's on my list, but who knows? Already on the, list. on the what? I said on the list. On the list. Oh yes, your okay. list. Oh, I'm, I okay. If I'm afraid, I'll go. Um, mine's kind of a unicorn list, and by that I mean these are probably these are things that. 
uh, I would most want to get to from 08 that I probably will not get to because uh, they are not in my possession, and therefore I shouldn't get to them until I finish everything in my possession. Ah. Uh, but I'm known for breaking that rule because I'm an idiot. So, um, I haven't ranked them. I've just listed them out. I've been looking, and I may be leaving some things off. But first and foremost, um, the blob on Wii. Because I had been looking at that for a long time, thinking that it'd be a Katamari-esque experience. I really liked the concept of like coloring the town, and I and I, I thought it was interesting what they did with the visuals. Because I'm always looking for developers who actually don't want to treat the console like a piece of crap, mm-hmm. and That's actually want to do I'm something with it. For to get in one day, yeah. and uh, I I was just intrigued by it. And then it came out, and I never really paid attention to it. And then I go in the store the other day to um to look for a rock band replacement guitar, and I see it on the shelf, and I'm just like, I totally missed that one. I feel like a jerk. You know, I wish I could go back and 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 trade in something that I had I go back into like June or 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 whenever it came out and trade in something that I had purchased and get gotten that instead, but yeah, mm-hmm. too late. Um another one is Mirror's Edge simply because I had been looking so much forward to it. Um but the one thing that kind of scared me off were were the not not necessarily the combat issues, although it, it does seem kind of annoying that you can't knock a person's gun out of his hand if he's doubled over just because there's not a flashing icon on the screen. Uh, you can clarify for that that for me if you want, because I don't know how it works. Well, yeah, because it, because it's like all animation based. Okay, you do so, have to wait for a particular point where the gun okay. will flash to disarm. So yeah, if you do like a sliding kick or something, you can't just like he'll double over double over, but you'd have to like. Wait. You can't. Yeah, you have to wait for the like anim. The, you have to wait for the proper point to disarm. You can't just like. It's not like a. Yeah. It doesn't um, like trigger a, a different animation. It's not like you can do oh disarm boom and then yeah. it just goes right. in this whole animation. Which even that would have been good if they would have like just thought yeah. ahead about that. Like, well, like, you know, people are probably going to do a lot of this, so we should let them disarm from here. But yeah. the, the combat the... should not stop you from playing that game. No, 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 it wouldn't. But it, it's just things like like design choices like that bother me. And will frustrate me when I do play. So that's the that's the one thing that scared me off. The other thing that scared me off was the motion sickness aspect because a lot of my friends were playing in it and getting sick. And being that I got sick just by replaying Castle Wolfenstein, I think my uh, my ability to withstand motion sickness has significantly gone down in the years. <laughs> so I'm a little scared about that. But otherwise, like it's another thing where it's like, hey, you know, I was looking forward to this, and then I kind of forgot about it, and I started playing other stuff, and then hey, look, there it is. Why didn't I get it? Um, another one is Metal Gear Solid 4, simply because I uh, the, the 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 cinematic stuff like I could do with that. I don't care, and I know that's why most Metal Gear Solid people play those games. But what entices me about that is like in seeing the footage of gameplay and then listening to people talk about how they refine the gameplay and the stealth, and that you don't have to do stealth, and that you've got a, a lot of great shooter mechanics at the at you know at your fingertips. It's not just like Oh, you have to hold the L2 and the R2 button just to do a roll, and then you have to press triangle, square, circle, Z, Y, B, A, 3, analog stick 3, and then shove it up your ass just to do something. Like Because the, the, I always liked the stealth part of Metal Gear Solid. It's, it was just a hassle to get stuff to work. And the fact that they've streamlined it and just like watching how fluidly Solid Snake plays on the screen is something that I've always wanted to get after. Like I said, I can give a shit about Metal Gear Solid 4. So if they came out with like Metal Gear Solid VR missions or something that were all just missions and like pure gameplay, I'd be all over that. Well, I would be if it weren't on my list because it's on my list because I ignored it uh, and regret it. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Far Cry 2. Uh, I read a feature article on Castle uh, Return to Castle Wolfenstein. Not Return, but whatever the new Wolfenstein is. 
um, that's supposed to be similar to Far Cry 2, and instantly I'm just like, dude, that sounds awesome. Oh, wait, Far Cry 2 did that, and I didn't play it. I feel like an ass. And the only thing that's scaring me off from that, now that I think about it, is the whole malaria thing. Um, I don't think it's cool for you to randomly be stricken with malaria in the middle of swimming in a pond, and then drowning. Um, Persona 4, which I can't get to because I haven't beaten Persona 3 yet. Uh, Fallout 3, which I can't get to because I haven't finished Oblivion yet. Um, Gears of War 2, um, I really, really liked what I saw, but when it came down to it, it was just like, I've got, you know, all, uh, the reasoning for all of these things is i got so many things on my backlog that I, you know, I can't justifiably get to it, but this one more so than the others because I want to finish Gears on the PC first, so mm-hmm. i got to get through that. A uh, Little Big Planet, which uh, I said I'd get on day one, and I heard about the server problems and I didn't, and then I forgot about it promptly. Um... Lost Winds, which is a downloadable game on Wii, uh, which, uh, if it weren't for the fact that it didn't take up, like, 200 blocks, I would have it already. But I'm too lazy to clear out my mem- my Wii memory, and, you know, maybe they should hurry up with that storage solution, which is just being able to store things directly to SD card. Um, and then the last two biggest ones are Left 4 Dead and Dead Space. Um, those are two things where... I want to fully engage myself and not play anything else while I'm playing these games. And that's just not possible. <laughs> but I, those two are like, I think those two would go at the top of my list. Um, just because Left 4 Dead sounds really awesome and Dead Space sounds like a very, very good refinement of several things that I've enjoyed in the past. So um, as far, if, if you want to see how, how poor this is, here are the games that I've beaten in 08 that don't count uh, that I'm not counting games that I've beaten for other sites like GameSpot or Another Castle, which, as I said before, has gone down the tubes. I don't know where, what happened to it, but I have two reviews up on there. Um, <clears throat> one of them was uh, was Ninja Gaiden DS, and another one was Audio Surf. So I can't really count those in games I beat because you know th- those are different. Those are ones I didn't play just for my spare time. But uh, Half Life Two <laughs> is my game of the year. <laughs> Because I didn't beat that until the 18th. Um, I beat Guitar Hero on tour, which uh, came out. The, actually, wait, that is an 08 game. Yep. Okay, Those so both I beat games that. came out in the same year. Okay, so I beat that. Um, three out of five. I beat Call of Duty 4 on the DS, which came out last year. I beat Devil May Cry, which came out in 01. Yeah. Um. Here's an 08 game that I beat, Apollo Justice Ace Attorney. Here's another 08 game that I kind of beat, but I didn't really because I wanted to do the new game plus. That's Final Fantasy IV. Um, I, I consider myself having completed Worms 2 Open Warfare uh, because I finished all the main campaign. I did some of the puzzles. Um, so, yeah, that was not an 08 game either. That was 07. And then there's Two Human, which is also an 08 game, but I haven't played enough multiplayer with you, Al, so I don't know if I consider myself finished, but my goal was just to finish single player. So that's highlighted in green on my backlog. So I'm going to say it's finished. Yeah. Um, And I'm still working on things like Burnout Revenge. Not even Paradise, but Revenge. Um, Portrait of Ruin, which is one full game behind you on the Ecclesia tip. Uh, And and a whole bunch of stuff from 05, 06, and 04, and 03. I'm still working on Final Fantasy. Well, I'm not really because I haven't played it in a month. Final Fantasy X. So you want to see how far back it goes? It goes back that far. So there's no way I'm going to get to these games that I just named. Um, Oh, yeah, and there's also No More Heroes, which I do have. And Zack and Wiki, which I do have. And 
okay, I'm not going to look at my shelf anymore. It's depressing. So yeah. let's just leave it at that. Yeah, I don't even have um, a shelf right now because I'm moving. So I had to rely oh, completely on my backlog. I see. Oh, okay. Well, uh, let's go directly into the mailbag for this one. Um, yeah. Let's see. This is a bucket. Uh, here's the mailbag. Okay. Omri at, says, after covering the racism issue sort of in Xbox Live, I thought about something that was important for me to ask you. What type of game are you looking for or are searching to play? There are three genres that I... What? There, okay, someone help me out here. That, um, uh, wait. After okay, covering wait. that, I thought about something. What kind of game are you looking for and searching to play? Okay, I, I think he's what, what he's trying to say is, is there are three genres that I can think of for this. Um, which of the three do you agree or love to play? Yeah. Uh, so single-player game only? I don't think that really counts as a... Eh. It's not really a genre, it's a type. Yeah. Which is okay, not exactly but, a... T- anyway. Right. But so, okay, he's saying single-player game only, multiplayer game only, or a mix of both. Um, he says, I think for me it's the combined route since I use my 360 for gaming. Xbox Live is important and, and crucial to have fun, even with the douches on live. Um, I'll just have a quick answer. I am actually very much a single-player game-only type of person, though I do dabble in, like, mixed games. Like, I usually find myself playing single-player games, and it's probably because of my schedule and my situation in that, like, I'm not around when, when, when the rest of you guys are around um, with the platforms that I would need to play online. Like, I'm not going to play multiplayer on my laptop from the hotel because that, that connection there is really slow. So that's not going to work. Um, so I found myself getting more and more into single player. Like in college, I used to play a lot of Counter Strike, and I sucked at it. But I used to play it a lot, a lot of Unreal Tournament. But since I've gotten home, multiplayer has not really been. I mean, the only thing I'd say is Rock Band, and that's because I have parties. So that's kind of different. Uh, what about you guys? Beauty. Uh, I all 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 of them. I mean, I it 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 all depends on the situation. I mean, I love single player games. I like being like wrapped up in a story and. Uh, just like losing myself in a game world where I like I don't have to interact with other people, just like experiencing a story such as Fallout Three, like you said, uh, or Half Life Two and things like that. But then I also really, really, really love multiplayer games. I love Left 4 Dead, um, and uh, I was a huge Counter Strike player for many years of my life, and I'm I, I'm addicted to WoW again. And uh, I guess WoW would be kind of combining both aspects since like wow is kind of like i mean it's not really story driven but you have those quests and i mean i can solo wow and have a great time or i could play with other people and have a great time um and then uh other games where it's like you can choose to do through co-op or single player i can be fine with either uh so yeah i mean just like kind of like i don't really look for one over the other i don't have a preference uh just whatever i'm in the mood for Al. For me, I focus on single-player games, mainly because, as I stated before, I hardly ever find anybody to play with. Uh, I don't like playing with strangers, and uh, I would much rather play with someone who I can comfortably communicate with, uh, which would be somebody who I have seen physically or have some kind of ongoing conversation with, like, say, Pete. I haven't actually met Pete, but I would play... Oh, Anything. don't lie. You've seen me physically. Huh? I said, oh, don't lie. You've seen me physically. Actually, oh, yeah. You don't want to hide that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have nizzle. Um, have nizzle. 
So I would focus on single player games. Um, I do own a lot of games that include multiplayer, but I must admit that there are games that I have not even touched multiplayer with, like um, versus modes and things like that, competitive modes. I hardly ever do. Um, like I've never played Gears of War competitive. I've never played Mario Kart online competitive. I did play Smash Brothers competitive online though. Um, Call of Duty 4, I probably will not play competitively online. I'll probably just go through the story and be satisfied with that. But on the other hand, I'll play, you know, Left 4 Dead, Team Fortress 2. Um, I would probably play some other stuff that can't come to mind, you know. Um, but what's messed up is that there are a lot of games that I just feel like I, I, I'm not good enough to have a good time. Like fighting games in particular, racing games somewhat. Those games, it's like, you know, if I play those games online with Xbox Live, uh, I'm just going to be feeding people wins. <laughs> right, right. You know, like I played a, a little bit of Puzzle Fighter online. Number one, not one game. Oh. And it's just because the people who play online, well, at, at least at the point that. I was playing because it was old by then. They were all the pros. They knew everything about how the game worked, and I would get beat in a matter of a minute because they would set up the proper combos. And I'm like, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> right, right. So, um, yeah, single player, and then possibly games that combine both aspects. Um, but the only game that I play that's multiplayer only really is Warcraft, and I hardly play that now. I actually want to, uh, before I move on to the next question, I, I, I want to clarify something. I actually said that mostly it was due to my situation. It, it is that, but I think it's more that my situation is preventing me from exploring more multiplayer-focused games. Like, yeah, I did play a lot of Counter-Strike in college, but my preference in general is actually single-player just because I, I most of the time I don't like the idea of relying on someone else to provide me with an avenue for fun. If I want to have fun right now, I'm going to go and do it. And so if I'm online, like, I have to rely on other people to not be douches or I have to schedule something with friends. And I kind of, like, it, it's kind of hard to schedule things, you know, nowadays with, you know, because we are adults. Because everybody's grown. Grown. Yeah. Everyone's swole. But, you know, it's like, it's, it's hard to just, you know, put things together and then be like, yeah, let's get, you know. Whereas I think, um, like, a single player, you can just pop it in and just go and do whatever. Yeah. So... Um, thanks for the question, Omri. I hope that answered. Um, next question is from the venerable Supersonic97. Number one, do you find yourself able to play video games of any kind after... I love this question. After having consumed alcohol, after how many beers or shots do you find it impossible to maintain your motor skills? Mm. That's hard That's a great to count. Um, let, okay, for Rock Band, how many beers does it take you to get into the singing mood when you're, when you're over at my place? Um... Well, not really much. Um, yeah, you usually have one. It, it's a time I'm thing for me. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, if if you had parties and there were there was no alcohol, and you would still, I would still sing. It's just it takes me a while to get comfortable enough to do so. Where I'm okay. like, all right, all right, next song is mine. Right. But the alcohol really, <clears throat> um, it doesn't really make me sing. Whereas it makes me uh, maybe exert more to maybe try and right. sing better. What about with other games, like just motor skill-driven games? Um, actually, I think there's a bell curve that 
kind of applies to <laughs> alcohol and my game playing skill because um depending on the game games that don't require like super precise like Ikaruga I would never be able to play Ikaruga oh, that's oh, just a straight a downward curve right yeah, there yeah there's a good video of me crashing into walls trying to play Radiant Silvergun when I'm a little uh little tipsy mm-hmm. <laughs> um but for example playing games like Rock Band Guitar Hero playing racing games or arcade games like actual in an actual arcade um you know games that are kind of loose with controls, but still depend on motor skills. My skill improves as I drink alcohol. But then there's a little bit of a peaking point where if I have too much, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to start screwing up. And I'm going to start really, 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 really looking like a nub. Why do, you, why do you think that is for the ones that, for the games that you can play better? Is it just kind of like an I care less and so I don't really, I'm not really as nervous or whatnot? Uh, I think it's more of an I'm not really as nervous because 99% of the time I fail at games because I'm nervous. Okay. Like, I'll go to an arcade and get my ass completely whooped at Street Fighter because I'm nervous. Right, right. What about PT? Um, well, I don't want to sound like a, like a fuddy-duddy or something, but I, I really don't duddy. play fuddy games duddy. When... <laughs> I really don't play games... I know, I sound so old. I really don't play games when I drink. Mm-hmm. I mean... Because usually when I'm drinking, it's in a pretty social atmosphere. Okay, right. Um, so you're away so from like, them. yeah, like uh, I th- I may have played Rock Band a little bit uh, while tipsy, but I I don't think it was. I I think at that point I do remember. Okay, there was a party where I played and I sang, but I didn't sing any worse or better than I normally do because I'm just not good at the singing part anyway. Um, but it definitely made me not as nervous to sing. <laughs> uh, right. and I mean. I guess, I mean, just knowing how I am when I drink, that uh, I'm also a, quite a lightweight, um, so I my skills with video games would definitely decrease as I consume more alcohol to the point of um, where I probably wouldn't even be able to turn on the power button. Right. Wow. Damn. Uh, I, um, see, so here's the thing. Me drinking in a so- social setting. Have you been um, drinking? drinking right now. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> no, but I mean, there's a whole rock band party thing, and I think that um, as far as the guitar playing goes, since rock band's guitar isn't entirely as challenging, it doesn't really affect me. Um, but uh, I think um, I think it it helps me, like it it gives me that bell curve with the drums, because it's you know my biggest problem with the drums is separating my hands from what my foot's doing, mm-hmm. and so when I when 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 I kind of mellow out. And just kind of you know relax a little bit better. It's it's easier for me to separate those two actions. Uh-huh. Now, here's the biggest test. I I told you guys about how I go every Thursday to this to this uh, <laughs> to my friend's bar and like do that tournament. Yep. Maybe it's a result of everybody being very inebriated and not being able to tell what's good or not. But I do pretty damn well on a laggy screen while I'm intoxicated. I usually have like. E- and I'm usually the least drunk out of everyone in there, though, because like I, I just don't have the tolerance. But I, I'm usually around two to three pints in of like normal beer mm-hmm. um, when I start playing, and then each successive round is a shot. And so, medium round, if I'm winning the tournament or if I'm getting to the to the final to the finals, um, 
That's two, three, two to three pints plus one shot for the medium round, one shot for the hard round, and one shot for the expert round. And then by the time I reach the final, so that's three and three that I'm in. Um, and I'm usually still on top of my game, like really on top. Like I'll still get beaten by people who are better than me because they're better than me. But like I'm still, you know, I'm not like phased by the by the um, alcohol. And in fact, I think, like you said, Al, the whole nerves thing just goes away. And so I think I'm probably better. Mm-hmm. Like I'm really good if I'm in my room alone and like playing expert, and I'm really, you know, I'm pretty good. And then when I try to do that same thing out in front of like a whole bunch of people, like unless Al is standing right next to me playing bass with me or something, I like. I I immediately shoot downhill in terms of how well I'm doing until I kind of get into a groove or if I'm with people I know. So the um, this is not an endorsement to drink. You should not drink if you are underage. You should not drink if you are driving. But I will say that it does keep me less nervous when I'm playing Guitar Hero in front of a whole bunch of people. <laughs> so and, and I will say that when I was playing Half-Life 2 Episode 2, I had a spare Corona in the fridge, and I'm like, oh, I like the way it tastes. Why don't I just have one? So I was playing while I was um, having the bottle, and like it has those small scares where like something will jump out at you and it's they scared me less oh yeah so it allowed yeah it allowed me to play much smoother <laughs> which which probably also ruined the experience because half the experience is getting scared out of your pants by like the ant lion that comes at you from nowhere so but anyways um two are you fine with the amount of individual recognition being allotted to artists and programmers in the industry to what extent should the amount of recognition increase? If you are totally fine and dandy with the way things are, hint, I'm totally not. Please justify your position. And that hint was his. He's totally not fine with it. Uh, thoughts? Um, should, should I really put out my thoughts first? It's up to you guys. I mean, or um, I can go first if you want. Okay. Somebody I'll, go. I'll, I'll go first. Um, I, I don't think this is an easy question to answer. Uh, ideally, I think that they should get recognition. Um... But when you put an individual above the team that works on the game, it kind of starts to get hairy. I think that for films, you can kind of say the same thing, but there are very, very defining stamps on a game. I'm sorry, on a movie that makes things go. For example, like you go to a certain film because you, you want to see how the actor performs because that actor carries a certain amount of prestige. Prestige. I'm not British, so I can't say it like that. <laughs> um, and then you've got a director that has a very distinctive style of the way in which a game works. And then you go to see that. And you mean so, movie. ah, damn it, you're right. Movies. Uh-huh. I have I have not been drinking. And so while like the key grip and the cameraman and 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 the supporting cast and like the extras and and you know all uh, the, the stunt the, the, doubles, di- stunt doubles, and the director of photography and and everybody like they deserve that accolade. But when it comes down to it, you kind of go and the the and maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like the fruits of the labor are most identifiable by the lead actors and the director. Yeah, so I would, I would it's a because you don't see anybody yeah. going, "Oh man, I can't wait to see that that key grip." You know, right. his work is <laughs> astounding. Yeah, well, although he should be recognized, you know, it's you know, it. it I don't even know what makes, a key grip is. It kind of makes sense. I forgot too. I think it's someone who like holds the boom mic or something. I don't know. Maybe that's boom mic operator. But like for a game, unless you're talking about a Sid Meier or a Hideo Kojima or somebody who who Iga. Or Sid Meier, uh, Sid Meier or I- Iga, yeah, exactly. Or 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 who's the guy who does um, uh, Warren Spector? 
Okay, mm-hmm. unless those guys who put their definitive stamp on it. Like, there's so many people that have their input and do so many things. Like, Jeff Green is working on the Sims Animals expansion pack or something like that, and he is doing every single bit of the research for the animals and coming up with all these ideas. And so it's just like, who, how do you um, come up with the defining factor of that game if it's not Metal Gear Solid 4 and not basically offend the entire team? Because as much as Cliff Blazinski may have had to do with Gears of War, there's so many like artists and, and, uh, and designers and people who had their hand in a major, not just like supporting, but a major part of the design. Mm-hmm. Um, and so while I would like to see them get called out um, it's it's just kind of hard to do so. And if I say, well, at least you should credit Cliffy B with all that, he's the media whore. Like, I like the guy, but he's he admitted, he openly admitted, he's like, I want the attention, and so I'm going to be the one that goes out there and talks to the media, which doesn't necessarily mean that he's the one who works the hardest on the game and puts his imprint on the game the most. Maybe he does, maybe he doesn't, but what I'm saying is it's hard to tell. And so when you point out one person, that might jeopardize the kind of, uh, maybe not jeopardize, but just, you know, it doesn't. It it might not lead to good things, but I I do agree with the with the notion that like it would be nice if they would get more recognition. I totally agree with that. But you guys go now. Um. Go ahead, Al. Well, I would like to see recognition kind of being allotted to <clears throat> artists and programmers, it, not as so much of an individual thing, because then that's, you know games are a team-based thing. It's like, you know, everybody who works on a game was like those, you know, Dolly Grip, Key Grip, Best Boy, all of the crap. Those are, you know, the people who develop a game. It's not like the... In movies where you have actors, you have directors and stuff like that. I mean, there are directors, of course, and producers and whatnot, but... Actors in particular, the ones who actually take the spotlight and ones who take all the media attention, they're kind of absent from video games in a way. And the only people who kind of take the spot of those actors are lead designers. Mm -hmm. And sure, I guess lead designers do deserve attention because they're the ones whose visions actually become the game, aside from the director. Because, of course, there's still a director in a game aside from Mm -hmm. the lead designer. Sure. Um, but, you know, I mean, you can actually, like, name these personalities just without even having to think. You got Ed Boon, you got Cliffy B, you got David Jaffe, you got, well, you used to have, uh, Tonobu Itagaki, um, to some extent, you have Iga, but he's only really kind of known because he dresses up like he's straight out of the game he makes, you know, in the office. Um, then there's... You, you mentioned War Inspector. There's Gabe Newell. Uh, you know, these guys all really put their all into creating a game because they're leads. But I don't know if they should receive all of that individual attention where, oh, if they like say something then the media flocks over to find out what they have to say. You know, like David Jaffe talking about games, or, you know, Jason Rubin talking about Lauren Lanning. I guess that deserves attention because it was like, that was kind of controversial. But, you know, imagine if it got to the point where it's like, oh, let's find out what Cliffy B's having for breakfast today. Uh, 
that that's a little bit too much. I, I think that, in to answer the next question, I don't think that that amount of recognition should increase. I think it's fine the way it is, but it should be a little bit cooled off. You know, we don't need to know uh, how much Dude Huge loves his fake ass Lancer. You know, it's mm-hmm. really of no circumstance. I mean, I can understand if he wants to talk about his visions for the next game or certain design things. Like, I like, for example, listening or reading the things that come out of John Carmack's mouth because mm-hmm. he doesn't talk in such a way that he's saying things that are useless. He's actually saying things that are very useful, although it's above most people's heads, is useful. Mm-hmm. He likes to talk about his vision for how games should work. And that's some that's recognition that's good. But then that just media whoring attention that some other people, um, I'm not going to drop any more names, but uh, it, that just doesn't work for me. Okay. And PT? Um... Okay, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm kind of zoning out here. Um, anyway, I'm the, sorry. Shit. No, no, no. It's not your I'm fault. No, <laughs> it's just time is not on our side anymore. Yes, it um, is. I mean, <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's no, not. Pete, go. Pete, go. Pete, go. Quick, uh, two minutes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, just uh, like I think what Al said from what I kind of heard him say was that it's like a team effort and stuff. So like I and mean, stuff. I would like to I would like to see more recognition being given to development teams as opposed to the way the industry now runs, where it's like all the recognition goes to the publishers. Um, and then not all of it, but you know, like publishers definitely get like a bigger name uh, attached to the games than like the developers do. Although it seems to be changing lately. Um, but yeah, like uh, so, I would just say. Uh, I would want more recognition being allotted to like the development teams themselves for putting out a great game, as opposed to being like, oh, you know, that that game that EA put out or whatever. Right. So, <clears throat> I guess that's my quick answer to the question that I kind of wasn't paying attention to. Yeah. I'm sorry. Good job. Okay. <laughs> really quick, there's got one last question, and this is, I guess, this is a follow up to your banana joke. Even though, how could he have known that we were making the stupid "What's yellow and rights"? Um, what's pink and claws at the window? This is really terrible. Wait for it. A baby in a microwave. Charming. Oh my god. I guess I would I guess it's a good change up from Can I Kick It, so Yeah. All right. Ballpoint so there's, yeah. There's your podcast. Um Al, where to go? Uh, go to xlm2k.blogspot.com. Band put out some not put out, but we went in the studio and recorded some stuff. I will have the videos up by the end of the weekend. Pete, where can we find you? Uh, just uh, twitter.com slash Riven, R-Y-V-V-N. You can find everything else from there. Okay. And uh, go see drfishypants.com. Uh, he's a fish. He's a pants. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he is yeah. a fish. He is a pants. Yeah. Um, and I am also on the Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash Mr. Chupon, but that's with a zero, not an O. Um, I'm up there. So M0 Chupon? M-R-C-H-U-P-0-N. <laughs> Um, let me just verify that. M R C H While you okay. while you're verifying that, no. I wanna give I wanna give a quick shout out to Twitter Fox. Um if you use Firefox and Twitter, you download this application because it is the best thing ever. I want to correct myself. It M R C H U P O N. It does not have the zero. It's O, so I was wrong. I have two different types of usernames because sometimes people invariably take the var- the variant with an O, so I have to resort to zero. But Twitter was open, so Twitter.com slash M R C H U P O N. 
Not zero. Yeah. Or just go to Rivens and then follow me from his. Real, real quick. Word. Um, why Twitter? Justify your Twitter. Cause. Wait, what do you mean justify it? Why do you use Twitter? Cause. Because it's like, it's a very easy way to, I don't know, I like telling people what I'm doing in my life, but like, um, I don't know. I don't know why. I guess, okay, god damn it, you're making this drag out. I guess No, see, really... alright, you're done. That's it. No, no, let, justify let me just your anything. He's doing it's the Kotaku justify in 15 seconds. Yeah, so you failed. You want me to justify mine in 15 seconds? Why not? Okay, start now. Because I can text it from my cell phone with any video game updates that I come across in a store or if I'm at the Nintendo World store or if I'm seeing an event. So I can do it from my phone if I don't have any, any other means and it's quick. There we go. Yeah, what he oh, said. Oh, 11 seconds. <laughs> Ain't that about a bitch? <laughs> All right, we got to get out of here for Pete. Oh, yeah, bye. For Al. Uh, oh, yeah, bye. I'm your host, Mr. Troop, and I'm out. Oh, Guardian, you scared me. I saw something big and dark. Black Widow. Is the phone call a little good with voicemail? Oh, you're going to leave me a voicemail? Charlie's got awesome music. <laughs> oh, I thought he was going to answer. What is it? Hello? Ah, oh, damn it. Yeah, we're starting, and Austin says no more head for you. Whoa! I don't dictate what you do to him. Oh, I meant from you. Fuck, I probably should have clarified that. <laughs> Damn it. Wait a miss. Try Games recording, you loser.